another episode of Dark Insight. I am your host, Charles Turner, also known as Vader Van Odin. And today we have uh, Missing in Action Brian uh, is not with us. <laughs> uh, he's been called off to IT duties, uh, but I am joined by the fabulous Matt or Ninja Badger. How are you? Hello. Hello. I'm back after a, what, six month hiatus <laughs> or something like that. Lost track of time. So yeah, yeah, it's been it's, it's been a while, but you have good excuses. Uh, you have a, a lovely new addition to the family. Yes, and this time it's not a puppy; it's actually a, a little human. Uh, so yeah, I've got a <laughs> lovely, <laughs> lovely little a daughter. Real now. life human. Yeah, <laughs> I know they're they're they're, they're quite time consuming. No one ever told me that. <laughs> well, probably didn't. I didn't listen. <laughs> <laughs> Cliff, Cliff is, we should have told you. I know, and, uh, and, you, and you probably have, to be honest, mate, with when my wife was still pregnant. <laughs> <laughs> ah, it's not too bad. I just dragged the kids along to whatever I need to do. Yeah, that's a good shout. So, no, she's, no, she's doing well. It's just just acclimatizing, and it's like it, it, it has impacts on your life, like, like video games. You know, it's sort of, I'm trying to work out what they are still. You know, it's, it's, I'm getting back into the swing of things after all this time. So I may be a bit rusty when it comes to talking about video games, but I will try. I will, I will endeavor on. You just got to uh, take an example from the law hunter, Sean, and just strap it the baby to you and play while the baby's strapped. Stand up <laughs> with the baby strapped in, in a harness and then just play some Dark Souls. To be fair, I have actually sort of, not I've been playing Dark Souls, but I, I ha initially I have been doing that where we got into a bit of a routine over the last few months where, you know, I come home from work. Uh, my wife obviously wants a break because she's been looking after her all day. Yep. And so what I would do is my wife would go up to have a bath for about an hour or so. And then what I would do is have this big sort of cushion on my lap. I would put my daughter on there. You know, she's just lying there. She'd fall asleep, PS4 controller in hand, and I'd play games for, you know, an hour or two. So, to be, you know, she would sometimes stir and I'd just go there, there. And, <laughs> you know, hang on, I can't pause this bit. I've got a boss fight um <laughs> just, just wait baby wait yeah. yeah it's like this is a bit of an inconvenient time for you to wake up so she's uh so no i've actually got into that whereas now luckily she's at the age where we're now putting her up in her cot in the evening so we're actually completely free you know to actually but the problem is that's always a good win well exactly sleep. i thought that but then now my wife seems to be you know taking over the tv so you know with, so <laughs> catching up on all the yeah all the dramas exactly so what I'm trying to do is play, you know, play games when I can, but stupidly for some reason, which we'll find out when we're talking about what we've been playing, I've been playing a lot of open world games. So I've got, so I'm in this weird situation where I've got little time now, yet I'm playing 200 hour games. <laughs> I don't know what's going on there, but yeah. you know, hey. The dead, the dead life calls for the short story experience. Exactly. That's what I prefer. Exactly. You know, <laughs> I need, I need these Resident Evil 2 30 minute demos. <laughs> That's, that suits my lifestyle now. <laughs> <laughs> you have to um yeah yeah i guess this is the how to dad game podcast now yeah we've got three three exactly. three dads on here 
teach everyone how to game and play and, and be a dad at the same time. Yeah, exactly. And, and actually what? trying to make it so that it, it's not all doom and gloom, like rather than going, you know what, you're never going to play games ever again. So, you know, I think we'll share our little tips with the world. There's still hope. As, <laughs> I, as I've said before, one of Odin's first sentences was backstab. <laughs> <laughs> nice. <laughs> and I remember like he was playing with his friends and he pretended to backstab one of his friends when he had been like, like two. <laughs> and I, I was just like, Son, dummy proud. <laughs> <laughs> I raised you well. <laughs> That's my boy. <laughs> Happy yeah, days. It's, it's, gaming doesn't have to stop when you become a dad. Obviously, priorities, are, um, the kids are more important, mm-hmm. but uh, it doesn't need to stop. We can we can incorporate them. And as I say, like, as we all know, Odin plays with me. Yeah. Uh, from, from a very early age, he got into video exactly. games and... I think it's actually taught him how to read better. Yeah, um, I, I, I think, I think you're right actually, because I think at times, you know, things like video games get a bad press when it comes to, you know, especially over here in the UK, we're encouraging kids to, you know, go out and play in parks, even though it's snowing at the moment. Um, I know, I know, we wouldn't talk about the weather, but it's snowing at the moment, so kids, get outside, kid. Yeah, you know, exactly, big rules. Exactly, you know, grow some balls, go out there. <laughs> So no, you know, I, I, you know, to me, you've got a lot to gain from playing games. Like you said, you know, now that the narrative is obviously a, a lot more complicated than it was back in the day, you know, but when I grew up, I was, you know, getting these video games. I was playing like Street Fighter 2. I was not getting any education from playing Street Fighter 2. The only, actually, no, saying that, I did, the only ed- education I got, I think, from playing Street Fighter 2 was I used to play it at my nan's because I used to spend a lot of time at my grandparents when I was growing up. And obviously that's where I had my my snes at the time and i remember she always used to my nan used to have a go at me because she'd always have a habit of walking in the room when i was beating chun li and (laughs) and and obviously when chun li you know like like anyone that's played it will remember you know when you beat them they she would always go oh you know that slow motion fall and obviously at that point my nan thought i was a woman beater and it's like man it's a video game she's tough she's tougher than most of the other you know other fighters on here like i'm not not i'm not you know i'm not agreeing with with violence against women by playing this game it's just a video game it's like that's all it is you know look i'll play as chun li if you want i'll kick the, the guy's asses instead then if you really want me to it's yeah so no whereas my point is with with games now these days kids have got a lot more to you know, get into them, they really, and get educated. Hopefully. Well, yeah, Odin reads that are above his age, and I, I mostly put it down to playing video games because he's he wants to read what what's being said, so he knows what's going on, and so it's encouraged him to to push and actually read. Um, whereas, yeah, otherwise uh, he don't think he would bother <laughs> as much. <laughs> but, um, he doesn't like school much, but he did, neither did I. No, yeah. and and you know, let's be honest, it's it's not it's not for everyone, is it? And I don't, I think, you know, we're in. A, I think now we're of an age. Now, now, you know, got you know, people of our age who are now parents, we sort of realise that, you know, our parents will say, no, you you know, you got to go to school, and, and you know, I still think you sh- you should be. It's just I think at times we're in an age where that's not 
you know, it's not for everyone. And sometimes doing other things, you know, the kids are becoming YouTubers, you know, that's, they're not wanting to be policemen or policewomen anymore. They want to be a YouTuber. And that's what, actually, it's funny. My mate was actually saying that to me the other day. He, he He's like, I, I need some help with him, mate. You know, you, you're tech savvy. I'm like, okay, yeah, well, what's up? And he's like, my, you know, my, I think it was niece or nephew, they, they, they want to be a YouTuber. They're only like 11. And I'm like, <laughs> that's the world we're in mate you know to be honest it it's, it's Fortnite, you know and and youtube and now that's oh, yeah. where it's all is well yeah it, it is, it's it's cool and also scary as well at the same mm. time yeah i get it it's, um, you know yeah but it's the thing like yeah it's, this is way off to gaming topics but when i was at school it was push you go to university and that's that's all you do and you don't really that's the only way to get ahead um and trades were considered like not the proper path. The dropouts went and did, became builders, and all the dummies went and did builders. Yeah. The, the reality is, is that the whole world is desperate for builders and tradespeople. Yeah. And other ones earning all the money. Yes. Yeah. Us, <laughs> us like qualified university degree people <laughs> can't yeah. get a job. No. It's, it's, and the thing <laughs> is, I I know we're getting really off topic here, but one thing, I'll, last thing I'll say on that is that just what, from what you've just said. I, that's how I feel because I'm, you know, I was, you know, I come from an educated, but you know, I did, you know, I went to uni, I did all that sort of stuff, and I do a, I do, you know, I work in IT development, so I do a, you know, a technical job. Whereas sometimes I can't be asked with it, you know. Sometimes I think, you know what, I'd love to just be a builder instead or do a manual labor job. Sometimes, you know, sometimes it's just not worth the headache, you know, all the, you know, the brain matter that you need, to, <laughs> you need to do these sort yeah, of yeah. jobs. So I can, and I think the good thing is with, especially with video gaming and youtube and things like that is it's it's good for kids to a degree because there is there is a lot behind it if you you know if you can get into as you know yourself from doing you, your youtube stuff you know you've got to be quite tech savvy to do these things to to edit a video you know to do overlays and upload it and all that side of things you you know you've got to have some some sort of something about you to do it it's not as straightforward as as it, it appears and also it encourages kids to be creative as well you know when you know yeah they could be doing a fortnight video or whatever they're doing but it's still you know you still got to put something in it to be actually decent so i think it's encouraged a bit of creativity really well yeah there's different types of learning and different types of um intelligence which is traditional education system doesn't look at like it's always just book smart yeah whereas there's other types of intelligence like i i I've probably mentioned this before on the podcast. I actually failed high school. I hated it. Mm. I went to play rugby. That's why I was there. <laughs> um, but I did really well at university when I went years later when I was married. And um, yeah, I was 23 when I went to university, when I started university. Yeah. And I did really well because it's a different type of learning and I was dedicated and I knew what I wanted to do. Whereas, yeah. I don't know how to bring this back to games, but games are cool. Yeah. So <laughs> don't give up on those games, kids. <laughs> no. But as I say, going back to it, like they teach Odin's learn a lot. He learned he's learned how to, to be creative and um through Minecraft. He's learned how to, to plan ahead in Minecraft and he's he's learned how to strategize and plan um his armies in different war games he yeah. plays or Yeah. Um and like even we play um, Polytopia, we've talked about on this podcast before. It's just a simple, free to play, um, uh, civilization light game on okay. the phone. Yeah, yeah. It's I highly recommend it. Um, 
but you can play multiplayer you can to play multiplayer you have to buy one of the additional tribes you can choose which only a few dollars yeah uh so like a few pence for you uh <laughs> yeah uh and you can play multiplayer uh and so me and odin have been playing and it's interesting is how he's adapting i'll have a strategy because you you upgrade just like civilization you've got to find new tribes new new civilizations new towns and whatnot mm-hmm. and upgrade there's a small tech tree and there's also combat and so i've noticed that he will watch my strategy that i use against him and then adapt <laughs> and try and do the same strategy <laughs> which which is clever um, yeah um and and it's him learning and it's him using to learn it's using his mind and expanding his way of thinking and and that's why I like video games and I like board games. And this is me doing a real good job at bringing back this education thing back to video games. <laughs> I'm going to slightly take it <laughs> off topic again now because you just reminded me of a conversation I had at work today. Okay, go. So I was, uh, yeah, one of the guys I work with, he's an older guy with teenage children. And he was coming over to ask me a, a work-related qu- question. And he noticed that I was a, I had a, a book, a novel on my, on my desk, which was a Warhammer-related novel because... I read because I I do a Warhammer podcast. So <laughs> I, I had that on my desk and he, you know, he, he picked it up he, and then we got talking because his son is starting to get into Warhammer. And that led on to, at the moment, his son is starting to play D&D as well. And, you know, and I was sort of talking about the, diff, you know, I must admit, I have no real, I've never played D&D. So I can't, I only know basics of it. So I was, you know, making comparisons and all that. And he was sort of saying that his, his son is really getting into D and D, and it's it's increasing his his education because supposedly he's and this is his dad admitting it. He said he's, he's he's crap at spelling. He's he has no interest. It's oddly though he has no interest in fiction books, but he's very good at like the sort of scientific stuff. So he like he said like if you gave him a fiction book to read or an encyclopedia, he'd be he'd read the encyclopedia, and but at the same time by playing D and D, his dad said notice he's getting a lot more social skills he's getting a lot more organization because obviously to you know play D and i think he says there's like nine of them so that's a lot for you know from even my <laughs> uneducated not you know knowledge of D and D. that's a lot of people to play with and you know he's having to organize things and and coordinate them all so you know by what was seen as quite a reclusive hobby like you know like back in the day like video games like dungeon dragons all that sort of stuff these these sort of you know in, in air quotes these nerdy hobbies that we're into that are seen as being for reclusive people they're not anymore and that you can get a lot of skills out of doing these things it's again it's like you know going back to online gaming and youtube and things like that you're gaining skills that you wouldn't necessarily think you'd get but you're you're having to communicate with people like like i said like if you've got a youtube channel you've got you know you've got you've got to have your twitter you've got to have your facebook you're promoting yourself people are asking you questions they're bringing comments in so you wanted to respond to them so in a weird way you are being quite social with it as well and and you having to be organized you're like right i'm streaming next friday i need to make sure i'm sorting things out you know so it's all that sort of stuff so there's actually still a lot to come from it so his dad is quite pleased he's actually you know getting into D and hopefully getting into warhammer which obviously i'm pushing um but i'm biased so it's <laughs> you know but it, you know it's, 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 it's good because it, easy the older generation people can sometimes go oh you're wasting your time um and that's their mentality and so it's good that he's not and shutting it down he's actually encouraging it uh, because you're right it, it is useful um to gain these skills that yeah. you wouldn't otherwise get yeah um, absolutely yeah mm. 
Good. Video games, anyway. Let's let's yeah, we've we've been digressing, haven't we? <laughs> well, I was gonna talk. You mentioned Warhammer. Obviously, you're a big fan. There's yes. a new game. I'm trying to think of it. You probably may have heard of it. It's to kind of it's kind of piggybacking off the whole Warhammer type tabletop hmm. warfare. But it's done. It, Warhammer can take a long time, as you would know. Yes. Um, the, the the skirmishes take a very long time. Mm. This one is very quick in little battles, um, and so you, 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 you the characters die very quickly and you kill very quickly. Right. Um, oh, it's it's like really anime based kind of the art style. Is this different what, factions. What, what, is this an actual game that that's come out recently? Yeah, it's a, a tabletop game. It's reasonably recent. I think it's from Germany. Um, I'm sure it starts with I, but anyway, I was hoping you'd know and you'd better tell me. <laughs> yeah, from but like, <laughs> is it actually a Warhammer related game or is it just a board game? No, it's 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 kind of based off the Warhammer formula where right. it's, you've got armies facing off against each other, but it's it's designed to be a lot quicker than Warhammer. Right. And so like one scenario could be done in 20 minutes. Right. I see. Yeah. And, I mean, and it's supposed to be done in three rounds. Um, I thought you might have heard of it. And it's got cool miniatures, all lead, like, uh, missile-based Oh, yeah, I probably do. It's, it, I mean, to be fair, again, we're going slightly off topic, but that's what Warhammer's got, the way it's going anyway. There's a lot of these quick ways of playing now. Like, the big thing for Warhammer is a, is a game called Kill Team, which is basically like a smaller version of Warhammer. It's, it's set in the Warhammer 40k universe, but it's based on the fact that you can you have rather than having a whole army of you know 100 soldiers you just have a group of five to ten of them you know so like in a like a gang-based war so you can basically knock out yep. a, a game in like half an hour you can play on a lunch break sort of situation that's oh, nice that's the way it's going but you know you know if you want to listen to that you go to a podcast called realm and ruin and you can hear about all these sort of things <laughs> Good. But no, yeah, I was going to tell you about it because I thought it'd be right up your alley because it's it is that adjacent mm. to to Warhammer, um, and it's got that the whole lore. The the main thing with this one is that all the rules are free online. They they actually that's they publicise that or you can play the game for free. Yeah, if you have your own figures. But if you want to get the figures and all the scenery, then obviously you pay. Yeah, and that's and that's the way it's going. I mean, the 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 fantasy version of Warhammer, which is called Age of Sigmar, they do that. You can and you can go on the website, download like the, what they call the core rules, and then, like I said, if you want to do the more advanced stuff, you got to buy the book. Um, I mean, a game called BattleTech does that as well. Um, that's I mean, that's been around since like the eighties, and that's got a video game as well. Um, <laughs> just to relate it back to video games, that's out on Steam. <laughs> that's supposed to be quite good. But yeah, BattleTech is another one. You can just download the rules, and you know you can you can play with them in toilet rolls and stuff like that if you really want. <laughs> well, this is what we used to do with Warhammer because we uh, would use cake boards from my mum, yeah, and stuff. But like stack up cake boards of different sizes to make mountains and hills. And <laughs> no, it's it's um, it's a thing. I mean, if you on like like Reddit and stuff like that, it's called it's generally called Poor Hammer. You know, it goes with your people. <laughs> no, no, generally, it's, it's, it's obviously a, it's a tongue-in-cheek name. It's not, you know, it's people taking the mick of themselves. But, you know, when people have, like, the boards and the scenery set up and they're literally, like, using, like, book books and toilet rolls and stuff to, you know, to signify buildings and stuff. It's called Poor Hammer, but it's, you know, it's... Nice. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Um, it's called Infinity, is the game. Oh, I've Infinity, right, okay. Um, I'm not actually <laughs> sure if that game, to be fair. Um, I'll, you know, I'll look it's it It's very up. good. Okay. It's, it's... Um, it, yeah, I played it with my brothers the other day. Uh, okay, it's it, it's very brutal. Like, 
again, learned, so I was talking about Odin learning strategy, then I had to learn strategy because um, you, you get to place your characters, your figures. When you start with three, we went through tutorial uh, missions, mm -hmm. and so they're very simple. They add the rules as you go on so you can learn them. And yeah, I got my ass handed to me for the first <laughs> two or three rounds. But then the third round, I kind of learned how the game works. Yeah. Um, and... <laughs> It, it yeah you got it, um and i managed to win the last round it's funny because i've just looked at it now it looks it looks like a, a a carbon copy of kill team which is what i was just talking about that's how what kill team looks like it's small scenery small gangs yeah honestly if you go if well, see you go, i wonder i wonder if this came out and then warhammer responded maybe possibly uh, it's because they've realized that that's the way things are going people don't have time on their hands it's you know you know like we, we again relating it back to video video games where obviously we're in a situation where not everyone has 200 hours to play you know a, a huge uh type game whereas sometimes you just want a you know a quick game that you can knock out um i know i do anyway and i think it's again board games and you know warhammer type games war gaming in general is going that way where they are starting to have you know things you can just knock them out it's same with card games as well you know it's the same situation people just don't have as much time as they want and i think the problem is saying that i don't i think people have the same amount of time it's just more it's just a situation where there's more choice i find i mean obviously our our lives change so time can change you know what how much time we have can change i should say but i think that's the problem i think sometimes you know, back in the day, you go, right, okay, I can play video games, and that's it. Whereas now it's like, oh, I can play video games. I can play board games. I can play card games. And, you know, and you're just yeah. trying to squeeze it into a, a small amount of time. <laughs> but it's also, yeah, with, as you say, with a long campaign of a game with Warhammer, it takes a whole day. And sometimes yeah. it's hard to commit a whole day, but mm. you might be able to commit two hours three times a week to play smaller board games. Yeah. But you can't commit six hours, eight hours in a row. No. and so it's it's especially when you've got a kid you need to feed you know? <laughs> yes exactly, <laughs> and, exactly. And a wife you need to spend time with yeah i know she keeps <laughs> so, reminding yeah. me of that <laughs> <laughs> um yes yeah, i'm uh, yeah i'm i'm lucky and not lucky because my wife is works for herself and so she's super busy with that so i get lots of time but then i don't get to see her either so yeah that's adult life in it <laughs> yep <laughs> who wants that i know so should we talk about some games we yeah because i don't think we've got any news no it's a bit crap for news at the moment isn't it really yeah yeah it's it's been good for game releases but yeah it's not the game news time of the year no so yeah let's yeah. talk about what we've been playing i think well i already covered some a board game i played affinity yeah <laughs> yeah that's true yeah yeah <laughs> So do you want to hit us off with one of the games you'll play? Mm, um, well, actually, I'll I'll jump ahead to my third choice because I can see it's your first choice. I'm, I'm going to talk about playing the Resident Evil 2 demo because I thought, oh, I'll you know, I downloaded it the other day and thought I'd give it a go. Uh, yeah, I, it's not long enough, <laughs> to be honest. I felt it's one of those situations where I started playing it and half an hour went very quickly. I mean, I suppose the one good thing is the timer didn't go down when you pause the game. It only goes down when you're actually running around as, as Leon. Because um, uh, how it works, it's, it's timer-based. I didn't play the demo. Oh, so sorry, I yeah, sorry. Uh, for people who didn't know, yeah, the, there's a, they call it the RE2 one-shot demo. So basically you, you download it and you can play it once and you get literally 30 minutes to get as far as you can. I, whether there was actually an end point where if you were like super efficient 
you could get to the end of the demo. I don't know. I didn't. So, well, I know I didn't actually, because from what I could see of the demo, people were getting to Mr. X turning up and I never even saw him, but then I was probably being too slow. But then I was just, I thought, you know what, it's a, it's a demo. I'm just, I just want to just explore and then I'll wait till the main game and when I can afford to buy it. So yeah, I, I've, I've got, a lot of love for the original Resident Evil 2, to be fair. I remember playing it when I was, I don't know, I just think, what, what year was it? Is it 99? 98? So it's 20, it's 20 years ago. Yeah. So, yeah, so, it's been yeah, so, yeah, it'd be 99 then. Yeah, and I remember, I remember distinctly playing it around a friend's house after school. He was lucky enough to, that his parents owned a newsagent, and they were a newsagent that rented out PS1 games as well. And obviously when your parents have a news agent that rent out PS1 games, you can take them off the shelf and play them when no one's renting them. And that's what we did. <laughs> so we, we played the original Resident Evil 2. And I, I don't know, I think the, out of the originals, it's, I've got a lot of love for it. I, I must admit, I love 3 as well, even though that's a... I, so I. I think it's a, an, an underrated one. I know I'm slightly going off from 2, but 3 I loved as well because that had a special place in my heart because I managed to get it six months early. So the reason I got that, I was I was obviously still at school at the time. I think I was probably in like year nine over here in the UK. And I remember I had a friend who whose family were quite well off and they would often do trips to America. And he, you know, I said, and he said, I said to him, oh, you know what? Here's a few, here's, I don't know, 20, 30 pounds. If you see a game over there, just get it for me. And he decided to get me Resident Evil 3, which is a great choice. And, but yeah, obviously the slight snag is, you know, you've got the whole PAL NTSC, NTSC uh, issue, haven't you, really? And I was like, oh, okay, how am I going to play this on PS1? So what I luckily managed to get hold of is this, I can't remember the name of it. You know, it's probably like those Game Genie sort of things they used to have back in the day, those little packs that would, you know, fit onto your console. Because for anyone that can <laughs> may remember, depends how old you are, the PS1, the original big fat PS1, they're on certain models, there was a, a slot at the back, on the, I think it was the back left, you could take the panel off, and you'd have a little port on the back there. It looked like it was sort of the same size as a SCART port. Again, there could be people listening and thinking, what the hell's a SCART port? And <laughs> you'd, put, you'd slot the, this unit thing back in the back of it, and then you'd get this little coil, yeah, literally like a spring. And so you'd open the lid of the PS1, and there was like a little, I don't know, a little pad, sort of somewhere there and that would keep that would basically make the disc spin when the lid was open so because basically the lid you know by put shutting the lid on the ps1 that causes the disc to spin and then to play whereas uh-huh. this would do it so basically you had this weird combination where you'd put the you'd put the disc in you'd put the spring in you'd leave the lid open you press the power button it, the disc would start spinning you waited for it to stop then you put the lid down and then with the combination of that pack you put on the back of it, it would allow you to play an imported game. <laughs> yeah, there's something weird. I had like a weird one for the PS2, I think, which was like a disc, that a boot disc. Yeah, that would yeah pass, same concept. Switch yeah. out the discs. Exactly. And um, was... we, we, we actually had our PS1 modded so we could play like American games. Yeah. Um, Xenogears. And yeah, like it's, you know, it's been happening for years. So it's, yeah, this was, I managed to do that. And yeah, and I managed to play Resident Evil 3. But anyway, Resident Evil 2 demo. <laughs> uh, Resident Evil 2 demo. That's still games. Yeah, true. I'm, I'm just going off on a tangent, really. Um, but like I said, Resident Evil 3, hopefully we'll get a potential remake at some point because there is a bit of news. I did actually read that Capcom are wanting, 
you know, people to tell them how much they want a Resident Evil 3 remake, and if obviously it gets enough traction. Yes, I saw that too. Traction. I saw that too. Yeah, there we go. See, look, there's a bit of news. Look. Um, so I think I could, I would love to see it, to be fair. Like I said, I think Resident Evil 3 just had that sort of vibe about it that I just really enjoyed. And and I must admit, I I used to like calling Nemesis Nemzy Buddy. That was my thing. Because I, you know, because because he turns up so many bloody times through the game. Obviously, that's the point of it. That's why it's called Resident Evil Three Nemesis. I, I every time he's turn up, I'm like, oh, for God's sake, here we go again. I've got barely any ammo, and so in my head to sort of deal with him, I would go, oh, all right, Nemzy buddy, you know. And that's why I used to, you know, that's why it used to, you know, like in horror films, you know, when they sort of something's quite scary and you sort of. Um, mock it so it ends up being not scary you know where you sort of trivialize it that's what i used to do with, ne- with nemesis because he used to scare the hell out of me because he was tough to fight it's so. the boggart it's the boggart technique from yeah, harry potter exactly it's the same situation yeah. exactly yeah good point so it's like that I used, that's why i used to call him nemsy buddy um and see look now we've already that's... got a name of the episode look we're just we're you know we've got it all now um <laughs> <laughs> we can just stop now yeah that's it done so yeah i like i said i i Going back to Resident Evil 2, I loved the original, and I must admit, the the brief, obviously, half an hour I've managed to play of this game, I'm thoroughly, you know, on board of getting the, the full version. Graphically, it looks amazing. And it, oh, it what, does. And, well, as you know, because you're probably going to talk about it in a second, but it it looks amazing. I mean, it plays well. You know, like I said, I like the fact they've got that nice mix of, you know, that slightly Resident Evil 4 sort of camera angle, but it's not you know it's not the the gunplay of like Resident Evil 5 and 6 and and to be fair I'm glad they did obviously didn't make it first person because I don't think that would have really worked for this you know keep it in the third person because that's the way it should be uh I must admit the one thing I was really impressed with and I'm sure you're going to agree on this is how good are the um like the cutscenes the anim- you know the facial animations and things like that they look amazing yeah, no, I was thinking about disagreeing just for the fun of it, but no, you're right. It's <laughs> very good. If you could disagree with that, I I wouldn't trust any opinion you had, Vader, <laughs> because that's one of the best I've ever seen. To be honest, it looks amazing. Well, I'd lo- that, that, the characters look really good. That, I don't think Leon looks like Leon. Though, I'd imagine, like from what I know. What would you? <laughs> like why, what, would, what of... would you? What would you expect him to be? Well, well, just because by, by the time he got to Resident Evil Four, it, graphics were reasonably good, and he has a specific look whereas he, i think he looks quite different in this compared to that mm. but it's fine yes yeah. that's he's, he's younger leon and i guess that's what they're going for he's baby face leon <laughs> yeah that's true he's well he, um, he's based on um leonardo dicaprio in, in the original that's what, why he's got the floppy well, curtain hair is he yeah no <laughs> that's like, legitimately that's what they that's what they based him on they based him on you know dicaprio back in the day when he was in like titanic and and things like that that sort of because it would appeal to a Western audience, basically. Well, that's the theory why they they didn't continue much games with um, one of the theories why they didn't keep the the girls as main characters throughout the newer Resident Evils because the, the people wanted to see the action dudes. Well, I see. I disagree. I I, no, I think you're right, but I I think I prefer I prefer playing as the female characters. To be honest, I think oh, that's what Claire's always been my favorite. Yeah. Exactly, she's it's boring being the guys. I mean, Leon's all right because he's quite. Cause I do he's, like my Leon. He's he's cheesy, <laughs> yeah. so he's he, you know especially in in Resident Evil Four with his, some of his lines. What's that? What's that famous line he says in Four? The the I, oh the the I'm the bingo line. What's the bingo line he says? 
Um, I wouldn't know. Like, I'm real bad remembering stuff like that. Like I, I played. I, the, I think it's what the line where you know when he's in the village and they all do, and the bell sort of tolls in the background and all the all the oh, zombies. It's time for bingo. That's it. It's like where's everyone gone? Bingo. It's like I think that's the line anyway. It, yeah, I mean that's why Leon's a legend in his own right. But I think when you're playing characters like like Chris and especially in Five, where he's just you know when he's punching a boulder for God's sake. I mean that's <laughs> that's just crazy yeah but, where he got where he got super buff yeah i mean I, I i can see why they went in that direction but it well i mean how many people like resident evil 6 it's not many is it really well i i, I didn't play resident evil 6 and i i'm a huge like law nerd for resident evil back <laughs> in the day like i i could tell you the timeline i could tell you like why and when things were happening which characters were in each game and like all sorts but just um, five onwards, I kind of lost interest. Um, five, five mostly because I, five was fun, but mm. I played it co-op. Yeah, and so, so I, yeah. The, the person I was playing with just wasn't interested in reading the lore, <laughs> and it felt too actiony. Yeah, to kind of stop, you felt like you always had to be keep going, and there was no real reprieve to explore, which these other Resident Evils did. Like you had time to look around and find items and read and 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 work out what's happening. Yeah, yeah. Whereas yeah, five, I I missed all that, and so yeah, it's a shame because I I think five is a funny one because it it's actually got a lot of good stuff in it. To be fair, it's and I think it's actually, uh, I think I read it's like one of the best selling Resident Evils as well, despite you know what, some negativity it got. It's and I think actually it is actually quite a good game. It's one of those where I think if you put aside the negativity that it gets, because it did it was quite it didn't have a lot of controversial issues like. You know, obviously the whole race thing in there where, you know, you've got a, a white dude killing a lot of black people and, you know, that obviously caused a lot of problems and things like that. But, but you know, and obviously it had, like I said, it had a very action-orientated sort of theme with it. Once you sort of put that aside, it's actually quite a good game, to be fair. It's sick, oh, yeah. You know. It was still fun. Yeah. It's just, like you said, it's if you're, if you're really into the lore. I mean, luckily, uh, the when I played it co-op, my mate is really into the lore side of things. I mean, he's just come off the back of playing Resident Evil 7 five times. <laughs> Every time I meet him, I'm like, oh, yeah, I played it again. I'm like, mate, there's so many other games out there. You don't have to keep playing <laughs> the same game. I know that's obviously there's people, you know, thinking Dark Souls. But it, with, I was like, you played Resident Evil 7. He's played it on every single difficulty. And then it's funny. I thought, oh, okay, so you, you, you're you done and dusted with it now. And he's like, yeah, yeah. And then the other the weekend, he's like, he's like, guess what? I'm like, what? He's like, I've got a PSVR now. <laughs> he's like, yeah. you, I, I, I guess what you're going to play? Yeah, I'm going to play Resident Evil Seven again. <laughs> it's like, now in VR. <laughs> I was like, I'm surprised the disc isn't worn out. That's funny. You see, I, that, I didn't get Seven because it had none in stock on release. Like for some reason, oh, fair no one ordered enough copies. But then I was like, I don't know. Like I, I've never seen Resident Evil as much of a horror game. I don't. I know that sounds weird. <laughs> No, 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 I get it. I get it. They're a survival game. They were too um, camp and goofy to be considered too horror. Yeah, like they were tense, and as I say, survival is the tense part of it. Mm. But and so I guess that's my biggest complaint with two. But they don't go too bad that it's a lot more gory. It doesn't go over the top. Yeah, which is okay, but it's like it's like ah, heck, like I don't. I don't think of, even though they're obviously zombies that are cut in half and, and clawing, a, clawing around in the original, 
because of the graphics, I guess, and it's just it never seemed as gory. Whereas this, you see intestines. Yeah. And, um, but I, but I, it, it's it's. I was, I was going to say sorry. I was going to say I think the lighting makes a difference as well because if you look at the original, so like say Resident Evil One, Two, and Three, and I mean the I mean the PS One versions, not the like the remake of One and Two, but they're quite bright. You know, like there's nothing nothing can really shock you apart from there is a few scenes like the whole liquor scene smashing through the window and and the dog smashing through the you know, the windows as well uh sorry the liquor in the mirror i mean and it, but at the same time they were so bright you know where like nothing's dark and creepy in there everything's quite bright so you can see everything coming whereas at least in like what i played of the resident evil 2 demo and obviously you know you playing the main game is things will actually create, you know, because you've got limited light and obviously you're relying just on your flashlight. It is actually quite quite intimidating because a zombie will literally just come out of nowhere. I found, and you know, yeah, I, I guess with the originals, the 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 surprise and horror, um, horror is not the right word, but yeah, the surprise was coming from the camera angles. Yes, exactly. Which makes no real sense because, as my mate said, I was talking to him about it the other day. Is uh, you can see, you can your character could see a zombie, but you can't because of the weird camera angle. <laughs> yeah. 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 Okay. Um, but it, it did create tension and, and, um, suspense because of that. Mm. And that you could get a, a sudden surprise, um, from, from something jumping out on you because you couldn't see it because of the camera angle. Um, and so this stuff had to be a little bit more clever with the lighting and also the, um, um, things hiding. Yeah, and zombies jumping out from nowhere. Yeah, and and the controls as well. The tank controls obviously yeah. make a big difference. Yes, um, but yeah, I I have had not have can't speak. I'm too excited. <laughs> I have had I have not had this much fun with a game for a while. I don't think. Oh like, nice. I've like I. It's not often that I want to get up early on a Sunday morning to play a video game. <laughs> uh, whereas Resident Evil Remake. Resident Evil 2 Remake, I, I was all over it. Like, I just, last Sunday, I was out, yeah, early so I can play. <laughs> um, I've, I've finished already both playthroughs of both characters. Oh, nice. Uh, uh, eight, hour, eight hours for Claire and then just under six hours for okay. Leon. You've, an- you've answered my question. I was about to say, how long did it take? See, that's a good amount. See, that's how, that's again, that's old school Resident Evil. Because, you know, I think one thing that's easy to forget with just again with the originals like one two and three they're actually not big games like you know physically they're not big games because they're quite you know in quite small locations in in the you know they're obviously not open world but the actual time on them you could smash through them in half a dozen hours and that's good yeah <laughs> they don't yeah, need to it be helps because they've done well and um a lot there were still lots of surprises but all in all it felt like i'm amazed how much i remembered and like that PlayStation is like a second home. Like I know it so well, and it it was just phenomenal how it's exactly how I imagined it should look. Okay, and it's so it's so well done that it doesn't actually. It feels like that's how it always looked in the original. <laughs> <laughs> does that does that make sense? Like I know that seems weird, but you know how mind remembers graphics looking better than they actually were. Yeah, yeah. No, um, I get with that. All the games. I mean, is it is it's, it literally where you feel that the game? was as literally turned out exactly how you thought it was it would turn out is that basically what you sort of saying yeah like the, the yeah and the the scenery and everything and 
to be fair, the Resident Evil games, the scenery was always very good, and that's why it was fixed camera or yeah. whatever thing, is so they could do pre-rendered uh, graphics. So the the actual detail and the, the scenery in, in the originals were pretty good for their time, mm-hmm. from what I remember. Yeah, they were. Um, and we've also, I guess there's... Um, you you get to go into the, the, the cop station in a few games, so... Raccoon City uh, PD department. Um, in a couple of games. So the, the police station is very familiar. Yeah. Um, place. But just, I'm amazed how familiar it was <laughs> and how there was lots of things that weren't that surprising. I think, um, yeah, I think, I think it's just, it was just, it's such an iconic location. I think the police station, yep. it just had, there's something about it. And it's, I I mean, you, it could be the same for you. I just find it difficult to describe of why that's ingrained like like you said i again i've only played half an hour of the game so it's a bit i've only got a, a small nugget to to talk about but at the same time my in my experience like when i went into that main you know the foyer entrance bit you know where you got all the doors it felt like it it was it felt weird that this is obviously a totally different thing it's beyond a totally different engine graphics not even the same it is literally a brand new game but it felt it felt the same you know it felt, like i said it felt familiar in a really weird way mm. And it's bizarre, you know, when you start sitting, when you start going upstairs and trying some of the doors and obviously some aren't ready to open yet and, and things like that, it, it's bizarre. And like when, even when you're going through the corridors, it's like, wow, this feels okay. Yes. It's a lot darker because obviously they've, you know, made it, you know, so the lighting's like that it's, but yeah, it's, it's weird. And it's, and, and to me, that's a comp, a, you know, a massive compliment that they've done that. And I know from what I've read that they've deliberately made it so that, people that are first timers just enjoy it as a first time game and obviously people like us that have played the original that you're going to get obviously the vibes from it but obviously it's still different at the same time and i mean i it feels you know again in my brief play of it and obviously from the fact that you're obviously loving it very much it suggests that it has been a proper labor of love as well oh for sure it's it's very impressive um Capcom have done a very good job and it's somewhat redeeming some of their bad decisions they've done in the recent times. (laughs) (laughs) It's bizarre, isn't it, that they do that? that, Because I know that, again, my brief knowledge of what I've been catching up with in the news, I know they're doing stuff like putting adverts in Street Fighter Five and all these sort of, you know, shake your head moments. Oh, what are you doing, Capcom? But then they do stuff like this and it's like... (laughs) Even... um, Monster Hunter Worlds was fantastic. Yeah. It was like a pure straight game that none of this DLC crap that other companies are doing no. or advertising. But then, yeah, then they go and do Street Fighter advertising and then they pull out this one, which is like, oh, this is just a pure game. Yeah. And I'm amazed how we just, there's so much filler in games these days and we've come to accept it. And sometimes it's fun, but boy do i appreciate how quick this game moves along like it's it's i'm, I'm taking my time because it's scary <laughs> <laughs> yeah so, um, yeah same it, you know with 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 clear but it's just moves like you're unlocking and finding things that just are telling you things about what's going on uh you're finding items to use to unlock puzzles you're puzzling through it, 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 it but it's just moving at a it's like a very quick but methodical pace like, yeah. it's weird because it was it's it's hard to explain because it's moving slowly but very fast at the same time like it's not action it's methodical as, as i say is probably the best way to put it you're mm. very clearly doing things but there's no fluff in between 
Yeah, I... it's just so good to have core pure gaming in 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 this in this experience. And it's it's funny you say that because me and a work colleague were having a a similar conversation the other day because we were talking about Resident that Resident Evil Two and uh, Assassin's Creed Odyssey, which I'll get onto when I talk about it in a minute. But basically, he's he's literally played as much of assassin's creed odyssey as he can he can like he's literally got all as many of the trophies as possible well, he's doing xbox so he's doing the the achievements but he's, his game score is the max it can be and obviously they're doing like weekly and drops and things like that and he's literally on it straight away you know as soon as there's a new bit of dlc a new you know patch that they put in and add in a bit more he's on it and completing it and he said he's racked up like two to three hundred hours on it he you know he was like telling me he's like oh I've, you know i've killed like eight thousand mercenaries and things like that and he's like wow okay <laughs> you, you know you got a lot of time it's on the whole hands. population of ancient greece exactly he's, <laughs> he's literally just massacring everyone and he's you know he's you know he he's thoroughly enjoy enjoying it but he said to me that it just shows because i was t- t- talking about the the times it would take to complete resident evil 2 and you've basically confirmed roughly what i said i think from what i've read you know, both. You know, each of the campaigns is sort of six to eight hours, depending. You know, obviously depending on how long you take. But you know, you can knock. You know, basically you can knock them out in you know fifteen to twenty hours. And you know, whereas like you said, you've done like two hundred plus hours on on Odyssey. And at the moment, he's grinding out levels as well. You know, but I mean, not that it, you know, it's not like a Destiny or an MMO sort of thing. But he, he like the level cap seventy. He's like. 63 or something he's like oh god it's going to take another mil- literally another million xp to you know it's on, you know it's like 985,000 xp to get to the next level and he's just grinding it out and you're thinking and he even then said there's just so much filler in this and then you know i said to him then why are you playing it then you know what was you you know because at the same time he'll tell me he's got 200 literally 200 odd games on his xbox you know all digital and things like that like we all do we just especially with like mm-hmm. ps plus and, and xbox live you just collect all these games so he's got so many games to play i'm like why are you like you, you've just admitted you've got so much needless filler in this game you know why do, you know and he's like i i don't know i just feel like i have to stay on top of it you know as soon as the next week comes out they'll release another thing which i mean the gamer score will you know what i mean it will go up and then he's got to play it and i was thinking that's what this this is what we need to introduce we've got into this ha- habit now i think with games where we're trying to squeeze out as much as we can out of these things like how many times people say oh this new game's come out oh it's you know 50 pounds or 60 dollars 80 dollars whatever your currency is and then you're going well how many hours is it oh it's about you know it's about 15 20 hours Ooh, i know is it really worth it like you know whereas like in my head i'm like the games can be you know okay you don't want to spend full price on a, an hour and a half game i could that's a bit too short but does you know do they have to be that long you know if it's if it's just pointless stuff for the sake of it you don't need to play it you just you know have a game that's 20 hours i love those sort of games and this is yes this is this is perfect for it just knock them out have them you know you don't need they don't need to be long i think and i think i think the gaming developers are now starting to realize that not every game has to be super long because it, it, games you know, a service rubbish yeah it's not, it doesn't need to be sometimes no. you just you don't want to you don't want to have a quick game on it well you know relatively you know at eight you know 10 20 hour game and this is and this, it's a nice feeling as well i don't know the same for you where i, I f- feel sometimes i'll have periods 
uh, you know of months where you don't complete a game you're like oh i started that game i got you know x amount of hours in i've got a bit stuck or i've got a bit bored then you move on to something else and then you get into that same rhythm and even though you don't have to complete games there's no there's no gun against your head it's not there's nothing worse than when you pl- you're not you're half playing games and never never finishing them whereas if it, like i said it's nice when you go yeah smash that game out really enjoyed it it was a good 12 hours bang move on to the next and like i said i think it's this generation particularly as in this console generation that's the worst for it because i remember in the you know the last generation the ps3 360 era games were like 12 hours long and i remember i was like you know i remember like keeping a list I'm like yeah smash that one that one's done that one's done and then you know you just go through games quite nicely where your backlog isn't horrendous whereas now they're just they're just too it's big you're crazy yeah and it's just because this mentality developers they want to make games that will keep players occupied forever but i don't understand that because like yeah you you're not buying a competitor's game, but you're also not buying another game from the, that developer. Exactly. Because... What you get again, apart from DLC and and stuff like that, you're not going to pump any more. You, there's a good chance you're not going to pump any more money into it. But then, but but then to me, the best thing they can do is is pump out expansions and DLCs that are worth it. You know, do stuff like you know, like the ones you see as the the two ones that were done for The Witcher Three. You know, whether you like that game or not, but if you you know. They're proper yeah, yeah. expansions. They're here's a ten hour one. Here's a twenty hour one. They're proper. You know, there's no no bullshit DLC with it. It's just a proper expansion. You know, like they used to be back in the day. The type, you know, the expansions that would come on a disc. <laughs> you know, you, you wouldn't download yeah, yeah. them. You used to buy them and and play them. Whereas now they just, you know, here, here's an here's a DLC. It lasts an hour. Like, okay, you know, that's not, it's, and it's like you're just doing five missions that you that are just a carbon copy of what was in the main game anyway there's at least do something that's different that, that's actually my problem with spider-man i thoroughly enjoyed spider-man mm. and it was it's one of the only games i bought dlc for right. because i thoroughly enjoyed it um but by the third one it's just yeah it's just, i've got the side character with screwball and right. it's, she's like a, a meme about on uh, she basically does criminal things and forces spider-man to do things so she can live stream it and get more followers. <laughs> it's just a me- it's just a meme. It's a meme on the world that we that we're in. People right. doing crazy things to get followers. Fair enough. And just yeah, she's been in every single DLC as the side thing that you do around the world. Hmm. And it's just I can't stand the voice acting of her character. She's really <laughs> it's just like over the top, irritating. Again, it's a meme, so it's the point. Um, and yeah it's just i'm just over it like that and this it's i i want just the story and the story missions are actually is very good in the dlc but the fuller with it is just i'm just not into it um yeah i obviously got beef about that because i didn't buy the expansion pass for 30 dollars um i bought one at at a time which worked out to be like a dollar more than buying the the mesa pack right at the start fair enough but by the time the third one released there's a special on the the three the three pack for twenty dollars, whereas I still have to pay full price for the third one, so I end up paying like thirteen dollars more. It's like I've supported you along the way, and then you don't have a special like at least go half. Okay, you've bought the first two, get half price for the third one. Like, yeah, I thought that was a bit annoying. <laughs> that's the way. That's the way the gaming industry is going, unfortunately. Yeah, but yeah, Resident Evil Two is really good. Mm. Um, I the the one the big my my biggest complaint is. The voice acting is very good. Nothing wrong with that. But as you fight the zombies, like they'll surprise you, and they have little like 
comments the main characters make. Yeah. And like, but like, the Claire's is like, what the? And like, <laughs> and acting surprised, like, 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 girl, we've been fighting zombies for eight hours now. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> like, I, it's, it, I, I saw that in a review that, I, that like, Leon. Why are you surprised? Yeah, where they keep saying, like, what's wrong with you? Like, <laughs> it's a zombie. Like, you know this by now. You just shot its arm off. <laughs> um, but yeah, so that that kind of take pulls you out a little bit. Where both actually Leon's not as bad some of his lines but still like so sudden surprise and it's like of like that this person's a zombie <laughs> works for the first three encounters yeah. but for the, the 50th encounter with a zombie not so much um, actually one thing i was there was one thing i was gonna ask just before i forget regarding resident evil 2 i, I don't know if you can answer this because it may be spoiler because i think that's the reason why i don't know the answer to this but i was watching a review and they said there's something time related that is like completely changes the game or it's like a you know a mechanic or something to do with time that impacts the game in some sort of way do you know what that you know do you know what i mean is that something that's a thing in the game i don't know what it is <laughs> not that i can think of there's oh. the countdown at the end which is in like all the resident evils oh. self-destruct that oh. you like hmm. but that's done hmm. that's probably not what it was no because i was watching well i think it was i think it was skill ups review on youtube and he was sort of saying that he couldn't say what this was because it would be a massive spoiler but he said it was you know this time related thing which doesn't sound like what you've just said because it sounds like it was something that's quite you know because like you said that's that's a normal resident evil thing that's nothing special um okay i don't know why yeah i'm i'm just curious i was like wow that sounds weird whatever he says it's really exciting what he's talking about but i i don't know whatever I, I may have just gone to it and not thought about it. Yeah. Um, I, the Blue Herbs, I don't think Blue Herbs did anything except for Poison in the originals, whereas in this they, they have a timed buffer where they increase your defense okay. for a time. Yeah, maybe. It, it, the way it sort of, again, I'd have to rewatch the video, but it suggested like it was something where something would happen after a certain amount of time, you know, like, like, you know, I, that's how it came across. Like something time related would, you know, would change the game in some sort of way. But I don't know, to be fair, he was being, he was being deliberately vague. So I have no idea. I was just, yeah, I can't, it may have happened and it may, may just, I just saw it as part of the game and it really, thought you were just enjoying it too regard. much Vader, weren't you? You're properly, yeah. I, I seriously was, I don't know how I can say it even with more words because it was, <laughs> I just want to keep playing. Like I went straight into the, the, I don't know if you remember, there's the B scenarios. Yes. Yeah. Um, so I went straight into that, but there are a lot, I, I was rushing too much cause I was in like, get this done mode. Cause I just enjoyed <laughs> playing through Leon so quick and I rushing too rushing, rushing too much, but the B scenarios are actually quite a lot harder. Mm. They, they, they start off quite hard. Um, <laughs> And so I was rushing and ended up having no ammo. So I was like, oh, I need to go back and start this properly and take my time. Um, it's cool they do that. And for those who don't know, like what it is, is in the, for the most part, both playthroughs, both characters cover the same things and same areas. Mm. There are a few differences with characters you meet, but in general, you fight the same things throughout the game with the exception for a couple of different variances which is cool okay but then the the b scenario you actually playing what the alternative character would be doing during that main character's yeah, scenario yeah. yeah yeah so when you play through leo and you unlock b 
B scenario for Claire. And so then you're doing, you're, you're, you're doing the parts then when you intersect with each other on the opposite side. Um, but the main playthroughs, you're mostly doing the same, especially the, the intro section in the police station. You're vir virtually doing the same. Um, you're, you're unlocking all the doors in the police station. Nice. So it's cool. So there's even more gameplay beyond those six, eight hours. And that doesn't include deaths, those, that time either. Like no, of course died, not. They backtrack half yeah. 20 minutes. Yeah. And I actually, on Leon, um, I actually found him harder to play through. Like, he has less ammo. No, fair enough. Uh, what's, what's the what's shotgun? The, what's the saving like in it? Like, what's the mechanic? On the, it's the typewriters, but oh, on the standard mode, you just can save whatever whenever you want. It's the extreme mode or hard mode that you get the ink ribbons back. In oh, fair enough. Oh, that's good. Good. Um, that's what I like to hear. <laughs> I don't want to. Do, I don't want ink ribbons. I want to save when I can. I'm used to that now. Oh, okay. <laughs> so I do like the ink ribbon mechanic. I always found I had plenty in the original. Yeah. Um, and in this, like, I saved. I think 11 times with Leon. Okay. That's not too bad then. Um, so I'm pretty sure I could have done it on hard, but the, it depends how hard the actual monsters are. Mm. But yeah, I actually ran out. I backtracked like an hour with Leon. I got to the point, I'm like, look, I've got no ammo. This is ridiculous. I beat the first boss with using my last grenade, throwing a grenade on the ground and I had no ammo. So if I didn't <laughs> kill it, I was, I was screwed. And I was like, I can't continue with no ammo. Because <laughs> the area just after that has like dogs and you need ammo for dogs. Uh, <laughs> And so I ended up backtracking an hour and was a lot more careful and yeah, came through it with more ammo. Nice. Um, yeah, it's very good. I want to get oh, it. I, for I forgot <laughs> Mr. X or the tyrant was in the game. So he thoroughly terrified me. When I <laughs> <laughs> he looks at it in the, in the, you know, the videos I've seen, I'm like, Oh God, he just looks, he looks, yeah scary and uh i i don't like things that chase you through things like that i must admit when you literally cause oh, I, I suppose that's the that's the thing you've got to acclimatize to because obviously i know in the original obviously you could use a door to get away from enemies using the loading screen whereas now you don't have that they can actually chase you through doors can't they yes yes there's certain rooms that seem to be safe rooms like the, the safe rooms are, are safe yeah go yeah um and you know that by the little, the music, the little jingle that gets in when you go into a safe room. Okay, that's um, cool. Yeah. But there's, there's a, there was another room that one time he's definitely chasing you. Um, it's in the bell tower, and I'm pretty sure you're safe in there mm. uh, because I think it'd be really mean if it did. And both, I've been in there twice, both playthroughs, and you can hear it. Man, the, the audio is phenomenal. It is terrifying. I took my headphones. I'm like, Odin, listen to this. And he's like, that is so scary. Because <laughs> you just hear these footsteps. And he was loving it. Like, he thought it was so funny. And like, yeah, but like, you, the, the, you just hear footsteps. Doom, doom, doom. And even with my stereo headset, like, you can tell which direction he's is. And like, that he's walking away from you. And, yeah. Um, but yeah, it's phenomenal. Because I, you know, I was thinking Resident Evil 3 is Nemesis. That's the guy who chases you. So I just wasn't in the frame of mind to like thinking exactly, that it yeah. was in the game but yeah it's done very well mm, good times okay that's an hour on Resident Evil 2 <laughs> <laughs> you teased us with some Assassin's Creed Odyssey you mm. liking it yes and no um I same yeah I must admit I'm just bored of it uh so same. far I I loved Origins. I, re I mean, I mean, I, right, I'll track back a bit. I've had, always had a very love 
hate relationship with Assassin's Creed. I don't like the originals. Same. I don't like them. I find them frustrating. I think I've said this ages ago on the show. And and I think what annoys me about the originals is like where you, I know, say even to, I think as far as Black Flag and everything prior to that, you'd, do, you'd have a, I know, like say a mission where you need to follow someone and then you'd get spotted when you're like, no, I didn't get spotted. Like, no, you literally didn't spot me. I can, I can see your character not even looking at me or it would <laughs> yeah. deliberately put you around bad guys that you can, you know, you struggle to get past. I just think it the old games were just too restrictive and, and just far too frustrating. Um, I started to come around, I think to them, I think syndicate was the first one that I really got into and actually completed. I think probably cause it was set in London and obviously, being uh, being British, I thought it was uh, the right thing to do by playing. Um, but I think then when I got to Origins, it just clicked for me. I thought, yes, this is what I wanted. I know it became then obviously super open world, and obviously it was more about fighting than being an assassin at times. But you know, Egypt, great, just great characters. I thought, yes, this is you know, I've, I still need to finish the DLC, but I've I've, com- I've completed the main game, and then. I think when Odyssey was uh, was announced, I thought, "Yeah, I'm all about that." I, you know, I'll be a Spartan. I bloody love the 300 movies. They're one of my favorite. They're my favorite movies. Yeah, I'm all about that. And and it's a funny, it's a funny one because I don't know what it is about it that I'm not really clicking with. And I suppose my only comparison I can make for me is probably Destiny. Like for like for Destiny One. For example, I played. I've played that game more than any game I've ever played. I played five to five hundred hours plus when that game was out, and I loved it for all its faults. It just clicked with me. And then when Destiny Two came out, I dropped it within a couple of weeks. Even though in some ways it was better, you know, like mechanically, they you know they got rid of some of the crap, some of the chaff, you know, some of the mechanics or the you know the currency, you know, whatever you want to look at it. They they made it. But there's just something lost. And I think that's the same with Odyssey with me. Where in some ways, Odyssey is a lot better than Origins. It's got, you know, mechanics that make it easier. You know, the fighting and, you know, it, it, whereas... But it's just not clicking with me. I think, you know, I'm I'm probably, I don't know, 20 hours in. You know, so I've played a good chunk of it so far. And I just... I think I just feel overwhelmed by it as well. Because the world is almost too big. There's almost too many yeah, missions. And, you know, sometimes I'm just thinking, you know, like I never got that with, I don't know, probably my favorite open world game is Witcher 3. And I never got that. You know, I felt like everything I did, I just enjoyed. Yes, you do get the odd boring, you know, just fetch quest or kill someone. But there was always something quirky about it. There was always a little cutscene that made it enjoyable, like almost worth it. And then when you get to like the bloody Baron quest and things like that, it was just great. And I think... With Odyssey, there is those odd moments. There's the odd quest, especially the main stuff when you're learning. Because I'm playing as uh, Cassandra, um, which because I it got recommended to play as her because she's got a better voice actor, and I would totally agree with that. The uh, the other guy just sounds like an idiot, but it, it was <laughs> he's just his voice is far too deep for his own good, and I, I you know I I, I say it's just I'm just not really clicking with it. I think there's just not enough interest. I, I'm quite interested. I must admit saying that in the main story, this whole family thing, it seems quite intriguing. There's just too much chaff to get to there. Yes. It needs to be, I don't know, a third of the size of what it is. 
and it would be enjoyable. I think they've just made it too big and uh, in their eyes and probably better that it's, yeah, just too overwhelming. And I mean, graphically, it's gorgeous. I love I love going around, you know, the different areas, you know, because of the whole Greek thing. Um, you know, I the boats I can take or leave, I think. I don't mind the boat fights, but they, they can be a bit, you know. I'm, I'm not a fan of games within games. I must admit, that's just a personal preference. I don't, I like, you know, if I'm playing the game, I just want to be a third person assassin. I don't want to yeah. write, I don't want a boat. <laughs> it's not my sort of thing, but... It, whatever it's too hard to upgrade the boat that's uh, that as well i mean my, again the, the my work colleague who's you know played hundreds of hours he was just saying oh you know i've just spent you know 50 billion wood on upgrading my boat and and you know i've just taken out th- three rainforests to build this boat and you're like i don't want to do that <laughs> i've you know yeah. I, I don't mind grinding in multiplayer games to a degree because that's i can see the point i just don't like grinding in single player games it's it's, to me it's like no this this doesn't need to be here um so i'm a bit they're trying to yeah it's like they're trying to introduce the whole as you mentioned earlier with your friend the level Mm. cap Mm. like what's the why yeah it's just that's not they're trying to be an rpg but that's not how actual rpgs work like you level up to fight the next challenge not just to level up yeah (laughs) I don't know why they why they've done that. To be honest, I, it's a shame because I there's part of me that wants to carry on playing it. I'm not like oh god, this game is just rubbish. I don't want to play it. It's just I'm I, like every time I play it, you know, it's almost the opposite of what you were saying about Resident Evil Two. You're like oh, I've get, you know, getting up early. I'm I just want to get stuck into it. I'm almost like to the point now where I get like like I said earlier in this episode, I'm like oh, I've got a spare hour to play some games. Uh, assassin's odyssey mm, don't know you know like i'm sort of and by the time the, it's gone i'm like oh that hour's gone i could have <laughs> i've not played anything instead you know instead of it it's just i don't know there's just not enough to keep me hooked really i just think it's too yeah. much more of the same and i think it's a real shame to be honest but you know yeah it's a, it's a massive world that you're supposedly in but i just you just never feel like i never i never feel immersed in it no, even though you should be, because it is a whole world that's supposedly thriving. But every, every, all the people around just, just in constant, like, and not like there's no point to them. They're just like sprites that are sitting there. Yeah, and you run past. Yeah, and there's lots of, and there's lots and lots of running, and it's very, very slow to get around anywhere. And it's just the journey in between is never that exciting. Um, no, I, 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 I enjoyed my time with it, like. The combat I isn't the best, like still not that great. Um like I have a, a hard time with games where you're fighting you're level five and you're fighting level six mm. and they like pretty much one shot you. Yeah. Like, something's wrong with your leveling because in a proper RPG you sh- if you're skilled you should be able to do okay, whereas this they like, pretty much one shot you. Mm. <laughs> like Yeah, I, um, I, I, I think that's the problem. I think that the one thing I've I've struggled to acclimatize to, and it's probably it's probably me just needing to get good, is just that I think that after coming off the back of Origins not long ago, I felt nice and powerful. Whereas I think in in Odyssey, you do get your ass kicked quite a lot initially. You know, it's quite it takes quite a while. It's only you know again I'm like I said I'm about twenty hours in. It's only probably in the last so many hours I feel like oh, I can actually handle myself. And like I said, it's too much about oh they're of a level, and then you've got to spend a lot of money to get to upgrade your weapons to be of the same level otherwise you'll be there hitting them with a 
you know, with a cocktail stick, you know, because they're just poking them and you're not barely doing any damage with them and things like that. And I just think yeah. that it's, again, it's the same thing. It's, it's grind. You're like, oh, this is just making it tougher. And then, and then you, you know, you're, you're, you're fighting this guy that's one level above you. You're barely causing any damage. You're dodging out the way because, like you said, he could end up one-shotting you. And then just to mix things up, a bloody mercenary turns up just to make things even harder. And then you've got to run away because you think, oh, God, I'm just going to get swarmed. It, it's just, nah, it's, they should have stuck with the Origins method. I think they've just put stuff in, too much stuff in for the sake of it, really. Yeah, I do, I, I do admit, like, the mercenary thing's pretty cool. Like, uh, when you first come across yeah, the first yeah. one where you know you can't fight him. And so instead of Assassin's Creed has always been you're the, you're the hunter, you're stalking people, you're actually hiding and you're stalking to keep away from someone. And I thought that was a fun twist. And so there are parts I do enjoy with that, whereas, like, you're actually sneaking to be avoiding fighting rather than to killing. I'm not a fan of not being able to one-shot almost anybody with assassin <laughs> yeah. kills. Yeah. Yeah, I I, and it's, I think I struggle that with the bow as well, because at least with Origins, especially when you had, like, was it the Predator bow, the way you could just snipe them, and pretty much, as long as they didn't have a load of armor on their head, you could pretty much one-shot, you know, one arrow to their head and snipe them. Whereas in this, you're like, you, you line your bow up and like, hang on, they're the same level as me, but I can do a fifth. I take a fifth of their health bar out with, with one shot yeah. to the head. It's like, no, that should kill them. And it's just, yeah, I just think they've put in too many barriers for the sake of barriers, really. Yeah. Um, I, I, I don't know, unless it's deliberate to, because they think either big is better, or is it because, that you know, you've got the, the, the store with the Helix credits and they want people to keep playing because then you'll be tempted to buy that pegasus armor that you that looks really nice i don't know it's yeah i mentioned that before that weird store how it's the biggest bullcrap explanation <laughs> yeah. for in-game currency i've ever yep. come across yeah definitely you talk to that first guy and you're like yep this i'm not going to come back to you <laughs> <laughs> so yeah that's to me that's odyssey it's, again it's it's got some good stuff but it's just it's time tiring very quickly of it and i think i may stop soon i think well, yes, yeah, see, I, I got picked up um, Tomb Raider for Christmas. I mm. got Tomb Raider for Christmas, so I switched to that. Yeah. And just haven't gone back. And with the game releases coming out this year, it's going to be hard to go back, to be honest. <laughs> <laughs> um, I guess that segues us onto Tomb Raider. Yeah, go for it. Similar issues with Tomb Raider, actually, to be honest. I actually really enjoyed the first two of the remakes. Well, yeah, I was going to ask, sorry to interrupt. I was going to ask, when you say Tomb Raider 3, you mean Shadow of the Tomb Raider. That's what you- yeah, I can't remember what the yeah. tagline <laughs> Sorry, was. Sorry, because when I saw that, I'm like, what, the one on the PS1? It's like, <laughs> that's a bit random in what else you've been playing. But yeah, sorry, yeah, Shadow of the... I've gone old school. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah. Shadow of the Tomb Raider. Nice. Like, they're just trying to put in too much crap that doesn't need to be in this game. Like, mm. they're just trying to full it out. And there's these side quests and... Like, no. No. I'm, no. I want to fight the dudes. I want to raid the tombs. Yeah. I don't want to rescue some guy who's been imprisoned by this faction, cultist faction in this tribe that apparently has been hidden away from society, but there's literally a stone star away from another town that you were just at. Like, <laughs> it doesn't make sense. If I can stumble across it, how is none of the other locals in this local modern, well, it's not modern town. It's like a, they've got modern technology, but it's, like a shack town in the middle of the Amazon right. know, yeah, yeah. jungle yeah. in Peru. But it's it's out, it's communicated with the outside world, but then there's like a city that's right next to it, like across the hill. 
that I had to <laughs> unlock this magic tomb and like, no one else has, <laughs> even though I live there. It, there's just too many things that just um, take you out of like um, of the immersion of the, of the game. Too many side quests. The other Tomb Raiders felt more, had that whole Metroid, um, Metroidvania feel where yeah, you've got to get resources to unlock things, you're crossing <coughs> past. This, like, I had to go find this random merchant to buy the shotgun that lets me open up walls to sh- shoot down walls. I, it just didn't feel like I was progressing through the game like you normally would. Mm. It's like I had to backtrack to unlock things that just get you, don't get you any gear. That's worth, It's just, there doesn't seem any point to, to doing unlocking the secrets. They're just getting me more re- like uh, materials to upgrade stuff which I don't need because I just use my bow. <laughs> yeah. Does it does it feel um, lazy then? Is that sort of what you're trying to say? Like the way they just put... A little put... bit. Like, just the way the game's put together is, like, the story's fine. I'm not... I've got no issue with that, and it's fun enough, but... Like, I've got guns, but I've not really had that much combat to ever need them. Like... Right. I keep thinking that I must be still in the... But I've played a fair bit. I'm like 50% of the way through the game or something, or maybe 60, and just nothing's really happened. <laughs> it's, it's odd, it's odd, because I, I, I've not played, it's, I must admit, it's a game that I want to get at some point, because I, like you, I, I thoroughly enjoyed the first two, and I loved the fact that that it's almost the opposite of what you just said, where there's, you know, you've always got something going on straight away, you know, there's that, I th- is it the first one where she ends up getting sort of um stabbed in the side you know when she sort of goes through a load of forest or trees or something and she ends up you know injuring herself as like part of the cut scene and you know like there's there's always stuff going on and then she's got a hunt and i I must admit i get i can't remember which which of the two games is like that but yeah it it sounds it's a bit of a shame that that's the way it's sounding because i from what i was told about it is it seemed and i don't know if you can agree with this but it seems to be more about the puzzles as opposed to the action is that is that right or is that well see i I like me some two old school tomb raider Mm. puzzles um a couple of them are being reasonably clever and to be fair now i think about it some of them i was like okay that's kind of cool but others are just being really stupid yeah and i actually had to like look them up and i'm like Okay, that's what I just did, but it didn't work. Okay, I got to stand like at a, re- a slightly weirder angle and do the same thing. Like it was just, yeah, odd. Like some of them being really strange, but mm. others have been very good and quite clever. Okay. Um, I don't know. I don't know what it is. I just doesn't just does. It just doesn't feel the same enjoyment. It's like. Tomb Raider, I've said this many a time on this podcast, I had Dark Souls-itis real bad, like real bad, <laughs> when with Dark Souls 1, when it originally came out. I, I, um, No one was playing Dark Souls when I was playing Dark Souls. <laughs> like, <laughs> yeah. Now everybody loves Dark Souls. But back then, no one, like it was it was still very niche back yeah, in the day it. when I was... You're a trendsetter. And that's when later. I was playing it. That's right. Um... <laughs> And so I, I was. It's all I could play. But then Tomb Raider, I got it free on PlayStation Plus. I think it was the the first reboot. Yeah. That was the first game that got me excited about playing other games. Mm-hmm. And so I, I really, really liked it. Um, but yeah, just this one is just so much fluff. Like it just the pacing's off. As I say, like you're not unlocking new weapons or accessories to really progress the game. 
like I, as I said, I had to like buy these, some of these things from a merchant. Like I had to buy an upgraded knife from a merchant. <laughs> okay. Then, but like, I think if you didn't do it, you wouldn't be able to do the, I don't know if it would stop you playing the main game if you didn't. So I, I just don't know. Like, it doesn't feel like I'm puzzling or progressing really. Yeah. And, um, yeah, it's, I think it's it sounds like the same, same as Odyssey, doesn't it? It's that sort of thing. Because I, I must admit, in this sort of period where I've sort of, <laughs> as I've been on a bit of a hiatus, and my gaming has been a bit, uh, you know, big bit fragmented because of other things, I find that every a lot of the games I've played in recent time have been a bit like, you know, just sort of. I've not, you know, that what, the way you just described Resident Evil Two, I want to think feel that about a game and i haven't felt like that for a little while i can't even think what the last game was that i sort of felt that really i mean i haven't included it on my list because it's a while since i played it but sort of the probably the last game i completed was far cry 5 and i i enjoyed it you know it was a, it was a good it was i sort of was playing it when you know my wife was in the hospital and things like that when waiting to give birth and all that sort of stuff so i you know it sort of it was a good little way to escape but i like i said i think there hasn't been a game in recent times, probably the last sort of, I don't know, sort of five to six months that I've played that I'm like, wow, you know, I just absolutely obsess over this. Again, I, if I get Resident Evil 2, it may be the same, but I just, and I think it's, so it seems to be a bit of a common theme, you know, whether it's, you know, the latest Tomb Raider or Odyssey and things like that. I think some of these games are just getting a bit tired, aren't they? They sort of almost like they've been released because they feel compelled to. You know, because obviously, yeah. you know, with the first two Tomb Raiders, they did really well. You know, they've got, you know, overall got a really good reputation. I really enjoyed them. You did. There's obviously a lot of people that did. So doing a third one, you know, was an obvious thing. But have they just done one just for the sake of it? Again, going back to Odyssey, again with Assassin's Creed, obviously they take, you know, they took a deliberate break between Syndicate and Origins, which paid off. You know, they completely, they've mixed it up now and, and Origins was fantastic. But now again, they've sort of got, they've released odyssey quite quick afterwards you know obviously using the same engine and now you're like oh okay <laughs> yes this is getting a bit boring now so i don't know do do do, mm. do game developers need to sort of you know think outside the box a bit more you know are we just getting stuff for the sake of it now i don't know really yeah it's in some ways we are and that's the thing that the nature of the beast is that it's there to make money and the, mm. the big blockbusters make money um I don't know. Like, I, I think with Tomb Raider, they're trying to be like other games, and they're trying to be like a mini open world game. But as I say, the the point, like, I backtrack. I just spent last time I played it before putting it down because of I can't remember what game I started playing. <laughs> Doesn't matter. <laughs> um, it. Um, I started backtracking and like um, fast traveling to the old campfires to go unlock some of these things because now i've got the shotgun now i've got the the, the bit of knife to cut through rope and and it was just like i did a bunch of them like there's no real point like i got some fancy pants <laughs> that make it harder for enemies <laughs> to detect me yeah but i'm like they don't detect me because i shot them in the head already like this <laughs> yeah like yeah yeah, there's nothing worse than know. getting sort of rewards for this that don't really mean anything. Because again, the the same guy that I was talking about Odyssey with, <clears throat> we were talking about. Um, he was mentioning something similar where he was doing stuff in Odyssey, and the rewards were just crap. You know, he spent <clears throat> excuse me, <clears throat> again doing a you know 
fair bit of time doing something and like I said, the rewards weren't really worth it. Whereas there's some stuff like we were comparing it to uh Horizon Zero Dawn and you know, we him and I've you know completed that in the past and when you if you you know go to the effort of getting the shield weaver armor which is the you know arguably the best armor in the game it's worth it because it makes you almost invulnerable not quite but it, it means you can take a beat and it's you know you've got something to pay you know something a payoff for doing that and i think with some of these games you know i said it, it's again it's back to the same thing isn't it it's filler it's just you know putting rewards in putting quests in just because you can but is it actually worth it i don't know whereas yeah in Resident Evil 2, for example, you know, do, do you feel that everything you get is worth it? You know, like, right, great, I've got that gun now. It'll mean I can get on and do this. Well, exactly. Like, you could easily leave a bunch of upgrades behind, but, like, you want to go get them because you need them to survive. And they, they're quite clever. Like, they'll you'll unlock the ability to get a gun that you've seen right from early in the game. Oh, I can get it now. But then you, you can't just run, like, full tick into the situation out of there um <laughs> but because they'll put in a new enemy there so mm. you, you're constantly on your toes and everything there's risk reward um and that's what i actually did think i do enjoy about games is when there's a reward for you you're taking a risk and there's always you can't just expect the game to hand you things or but everything you get at the same time is worth it even that extra bullet couple of bullets is worth mm. worth it at times um I, my, my issue, one of my issues with Assassin's Creed is they've gone in for the the, the high loot. Black Flag had like set armor, um, yeah, different yeah. outfit that had perks, and so again it was worthwhile looking and doing some missions or some side quests to unlock them to get get better armor. Whereas this has gone with the loot system, but you still can upgrade them. But why bother when just the next minion down the road is going to drop something better? Yeah, so like, I just don't yeah. understand this. <clears throat> why upgrade it when i can just level up and then get another armor anyway i've just i just haven't found my groove um i have had fun with them uh with tomb raider to an extent yeah um but i, I want to finish it so i haven't <laughs> yeah. just so i can at least put it down and be satisfied but yeah i don't know if it, it, I don't, i'm ex- i keep waiting for it to get good but it really i just haven't felt it this time <laughs> yeah and i think sometimes you just got to get to that point where you think you know what i'm just gonna either like i said either just soldier on and just just grind it out to complete it just so you can get right i've done or just you know just pause it for a while and just you know i think that's probably what i'll do with odyssey where i'm not gonna get rid of it i'll I'll probably will go back to it i just think i may you know what just put it away for a while come back to it maybe never come back to it <laughs> don't worry about it and just sort yeah. of find something else because like i said especially when you you know time's a premium you just don't want to it just to waste it on stuff just for the sake of you know going oh great yeah i've just spent you know 70 hours and i finally completed it but it was just boring for you know 65 hours of that it's just yeah it's just not worth it yeah. really exactly mm. um well, we're probably running out of time to be honest but <laughs> You got anything else you want to cover? Yeah, I'll briefly talk about Fallout 76. Um, I'm probably the only person in the world that really enjoys it. Um, <laughs> yeah. I, I, Do you know what? This game gets a lot of stick, and I, I can see why. Uh, I must admit, I, I, it's, I got it for Christmas. I wasn't expecting it. Luckily, my one of my mates got it as well, and we've. I suppose that may contribute to why I enjoy it, because we've played it online pretty much all the time, and 
And like I said, some games end up being better because you're playing with someone else, so you don't see as many of the flaws in it. Uh, I I I've really enjoyed it because, it, despite the issues that yeah, there's been times where it just crashes and there's stuff where you load into the game and you know you've got your hands out where the gun should be and there's no gun there. For example, that happens quite a lot. Um, but as soon as you spin on the spot, Can you still shoot though. Uh, yeah, like yeah, or? it's just it just the, oh, literally great. like it's like the 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 they haven't loaded in the gun, basically. Uh, you know, the assets aren't there, basically. But well, Unless I, you can still shoot. That, exactly. Right. And, you know, <laughs> pe- people criticise it because there's no human NPCs in the game. They're either dead bodies or, or they're, you know, they're robots, basically, and you end up talking to them. I think some pe- and again, you know, people can obviously have their own opinion. It's absolutely fine. But I think sometimes people have criticised it when it's, to me, it's being what it should be. At the end of the day, the reason that everyone, any, every NC, um, NPC is a robot is because everyone's pretty much dead. And so, you know, it to me, it hasn't taken away because it makes the stories quite interesting because you're re- it it makes you read a lot of stuff. You have to read st- sort of you know certain things. Um, I, I and I, which I, is odd for an online game, though. Yes, it is, and I and I I was a bit wary of that when i heard that before i got into it but on a personally it's not affected me one bit i don't think oh god i wish there was a load of human npcs to me it's a you know we me and my mate and even when i've played it with just by myself because what what we've agreed to do which seems to be working is that when we play online together we do the missions whatever you know we try to do the same missions you know go collect them and uh, and do them so you, you know bang them out that way but what we do is if we to, so we're not we're not progressing from a mission point of view further than each other because obviously we may get different times to play it basically what we're doing is we just use that time to go and forage and explore you know unlock new places uh you know just get because obviously it's a very it's a very survival driven game which i didn't actually realize i knew that obviously there would oh, be yeah. a survivor but it's actually very so you know it's very much about you got to keep drinking you got to keep eating that's a big part of it because basically if you don't if you let your food or uh water drop basically your ap will get hammered so you know your action points which is what you use for sprinting doing your vats and things like that uh you can (laughs) this really quirky stuff if you decide you sleep on a mattress in the wild because you obviously want to you know boot you know regenerate your health there's a certain percentage you'll contract a mutation or a disease um which is quite interesting because you'll, you'll and those those got really crude names like you know you've got oh you've just picked up lumpy scrotum and like, oh great that's the mutation i wanted um <laughs> and, and <laughs> that doesn't exist but it's, it's on those sort of levels and then you can then but then what's quite cool is you get that that mutation can be a positive or a negative thing or a combination you know where a certain stat gets raised and the other one gets lowered and you have it for like half an hour in the game or whatever, and then it then it what you know it disappears. But you can actually, I think from memory, you can use a particular item which keeps that mutation. So you think, you know, well, I want to keep this. It's you know, you can. Um, ah, cool. One of the really good things about the game is, I think, is the perk system. It's all it's all card based. So every time you level up, you get you can unlock, you know, one point in a you know in your things like agility, luck, you know. Uh, perception and things like that but then you get cards which give you like this card gives you 20 you know means you can 
carry 20 percent more and then you but then you can combine them so if you you know if you have two of the same cards you can duplicate them so it becomes 40 percent. it's actually quite a simple system but it actually quite makes it quite clear and you can but then what's quite good is you can take cards and and put them back on as on the fly so you can be quite clever whereas if you've got like a card which means you can you get more ammo when you raid someone's body you can put that on for for that and then take it off as soon as you've used it you know if you think oh i just need it for this scenario or i need a lock picking one that you know boost my lock picking i'll use it just to pick this lock and then i'll swap it back for the one that i've been mainly using so it's got quite clever little things like that you're not uh, locked into the perks like in the other games. No, exactly. You the only thing you're locked into is the amount of points you've got unlocked in a, a particular thing. So if your luck is, you know, where you've unlocked six, you know, you've put six points into it, you've only got six slots. You know, so you know, and then obviously if you duplicate them, they become you know, so say you've combined three three of the same card, that counts as three points. So if you want to use that yep. one card, you need to have three available slots to to put it in. So you have to do a bit of swapping so, around. So, so it, perks sit in the different categories, like luck. Yes. Or yeah. Luck. Yeah. They're all in. It's all the different categories, and and you yep. and the thing is, what you end up doing is because it's very survival based, you end up using a lot of stuff like, oh, that means I, you know, my stim packs, you know, are way twenty percent less because that's the, the biggest thing is you you get so over encumbered really easy because the thing is because it's all about survival and you can build. a it's got some of the base building of of um, I was going to say I was going to say Resident Evil Two then yes all that base building you can do in Resident Evil Two no the base building in <laughs> Fallout Four I was going to say is it's it's a better version of that it's like a more because I found Fallout Four a bit of a drag from the building point of view I found oh, so boring. It, it's just like so I don't want to do this crap come on just just get me out killing super mutants but to be fair in in Fallout seventy six it's better because you can you can build a mobile base so if you feel you don't want your base to be somewhere you can basically take it to another location <laughs> you can sort of you know there's a cap cost to doing that but you can then you know build a base elsewhere uh, but you end up sort of doing things like public events is in there as well which i didn't realize you know similar to you're seeing like destiny and things like that uh, where you've got yep. to defend something with other people or you've got to take out you know super mutants and things like that um yeah i i think i graphically it's a bit of a mixed bag it can look absolutely beautiful in places and then sometimes it can look ps3 <laughs> in places you know almost ps2 sort of level it depends but i i like i said i really enjoy it to be fair i think Good. you know i think it's had a bit of a heart i think i think because people have expected it to be more than it is and i think i've probably gone in quite low expectations with it maybe i don't know but me and my mate are enjoying it, and we're going to carry on playing it. We're playing it on uh, Sunday, actually. So <laughs> good. Hmm. Yeah, there's a few people I've heard in our community that are enjoying it, and just no high expectations, just getting into it. Yeah, yeah, just it, exploring. It, it, it is what it is, and and to be fair, they're constantly patching it. You know, they are. I know they've had a few issues with it, but they they they're not sitting on it. They are. You know, it's only been out since what late November, so it's only been out a couple of months, and there's been a lot of patches, and they will keep patching it as well. You know, so they are gradually, you know, trying to get there with it. I've, I've thought about it with <clears throat> Odin because he he likes his Fallout yeah. um, shelter on the iPad, and I yeah, I used to like I used to like Fallout, but four put me off. <laughs> so i think it could be fun playing with odin so i've thought about it when it drops in price i might get it digitally and we can share the one copy yeah it would be worth it because i mean i i, I don't know about it digitally but 
here because I've got a physical copy, but the physical copy has dropped dramatically. I mean, it's like it was, you know, over here, UK, it was about £50, obviously, like all games, but you can pick it up for about 20 quid now. I mean, it dropped really quickly, like, even before Christmas, probably because of the bad rep it got as well. But I think for the money, it's, you know, it's, it's, a, it's a playground. It's a Fallout playground. It's it, I think what's quite good about it, and probably why I liked it, is that if you compare it to 4, which, you know, the, to me, the, the story in 4 was a bit you know okay compared to the original you know when i say like you know like new vegas and and three where it's i think was more engaging whereas like this one it's just a playground and for some people they may think oh i don't really care about that and i so i suppose it sounds a bit of a contrast to odyssey and things like that where it's like that's boring because it's just filler stuff but i think this is slightly different because you are surviving whereas i think in like odyssey when you're doing pointless quests you're just doing it for the sake of doing it because it just it's a quest to do whereas i think the quests in this game are better because you've got you get such a bigger reward out of it like there was this really long convoluted quest we did for example where you have to find i think like it's like a bit of a who done it murder sort of situation and it's it's given to you a rope by a, a, a robot in a big theme park which is quite cool and then at the end of it, you know, okay, you've done a long quest line to do it, but then you got you got given a named uh, sub, like a submachine gun with that 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 sets enemies on fire. You know, you're like that was worth it because <laughs> I've got a really badass <laughs> weapon there out of it. So nice. you know, it's things like that. You know, I think because because you're not very powerful in it, and it's all about surviving. I think you appreciate the power when you get it or when you get something really nice like like when i found a sniper rifle i was over my moon i was like i wanted to high five my wife and i was like yes <laughs> i got that sniper rifle that i haven't seen in this game cool. before so it's just things like that so yeah i think for people that are on the fence about it a bit like yourself self vader i think you know you you know you may play it and like anything you may just not take to it or you, the bug the, the, the bugs are in it may annoy you but i think it's worth giving it a chance i think it's got a bit of a a rep that is a bit undeserving, I think, anyway. Yeah, I just checked. It's full price here still. Oh, okay. Fair enough. So, well, let's wait. Yeah, it, they'll carry on patching it. While you, so maybe you're in a better position yeah, exactly. when it's, you can afford it. Exactly. Um, Yeah, good. I'm glad you're enjoying it. Mm. It's just just to show you about some of the crap they did around the physical copies and stuff. Yeah, I'll oh, totally. Can't, can't defend any of that. Yeah. Um. Do you want to hear about Kingdom? Well, should I mention Anthem before we wrap up? Oh yeah, I'll Go leave for Kingdom Hearts till next time. Yeah, tell tell, tell me. Right, I, I'm I'm aware of Anthem, and I think the reason I've not really paid much attention to it is it's because it's EA, and I I'm always skeptical of them. So as someone that knows really nothing, I don't even know what Anthem is. I know, I've seen screenshots and stuff, but I don't even know what it is. Tell tell me what it is. I don't know. <laughs> I, to be fair, I only played the demo for about 40 minutes okay. this morning. But, I don't know. It looks so good, and the, the previews I've had at the EA, um, E3 just have been pretty cool. And it just, mm. it is the demo, so it may not be the full, what full picture of what it will look like, but it just didn't grab me, like, the, the world. I didn't realize it'd be first person in the town. Okay, I just, yeah. I don't know, for some reason, I actually don't find first person as immersive as third person i know yeah. that might sound counterintuitive but just it just feels like you're a camera looking at things rather than person being in, in a world but i didn't spend too much time i couldn't work out the menus had no idea how to even launch the mission it took me ages to kind of just 
but like yeah muck, muck around with launching the first mission <laughs> i couldn't work out. it was quite funny though because he launched him with like three other players and you just everyone starts bunny hopping around and shooting randomly and throwing grenades because everyone's trying to work out how to how to play the game <laughs> it was just like grenades being thrown left right and center and people just double jumping and on the spot so is it, it, was quite is it like destiny is it like is it that type of game i it seems like they're trying to be like destiny um you're, you're part of this enclave they call you like i don't know you're some kind of community uh, of people who are obviously fighting to survive but you've got these um robot suits you put on it's funny because i walked up to my one and hopped in and the first thing i thought was like dude this is gonna stink <laughs> like, <laughs> nice you're in this tropical planet like with and it seems quite warm and like you're in it fighting for a long periods of time yeah you're sweating a storm in this machine <laughs> um i don't know and then it just the shooting was okay uh it had, had the issue i had when i tried battlefield 3 like i was really into bad company battlefield 2 yeah on the ps ps3 and then i i tried the beta for bad company 3 not bad company it was just um battlefield 3, battlefield yeah. 3. and i just too quickly things looked odd like the distance things seemed too far away oh, okay yeah and i've had that with certain the perspective of certain shooters they think things seem to be too far away too quick <laughs> yeah yeah i think i know what you and mean. Yeah. like and then as so they get close to you quick and then they're all of a sudden big and close um i don't know it just the graphics weren't as good as i thought like they said they seemed okay but again, it could be because they're not putting a full. To be fair, the demo was twenty six gigs, which is absolutely ridiculous wow. for a demo. That's huge. He's <laughs> taking the um, twenty six yeah, gig for a demo. That's <laughs> hell. Yeah, and I just didn't know what was going on. To be honest, like as you, we jumped online together when you when I was at this point, and there's three of us running around like headless chickens trying to turn these screens into the right symbol. But none of us seem to know what to do. <laughs> uh, and I, I don't know. Like, it just... It seems like they've tried too hard with the menus. I Like, to be honest, I was going into it hoping for some, some fun. And and I was planning on actually getting it. Because it seemed like it would be such a cool experience. Because you fly around in a robot suit. But after even just trying this demo, like, I'm, I'm quite... Yeah, no. I'm, my gut feeling is this is going to be a flop. Yeah, I get that. From, from what people uh, are saying because it's had a lot of lot of stick hasn't it this demo as well wasn't it where people were oh was it there was happening that wasn't it where it was um ddosing itself something i was i read that that when you'd logged in and it you couldn't log in it was basically lo- you know because it was trying to log in so many times that the servers were sort of attacking themselves basically like ddosing themselves oh, really yeah that's what that's I got told anyway. So I, I think that's the way something happened. But there was there was last last week they had uh, the beta, the early access. I think that was it. Yeah, I think it was that one that had the problem. And yeah, it was basically so that didn't seem. It seemed pretty smooth today, but just just didn't feel that good. And I guess you'd probably upgrade your uh, lancer, which is what they're calling the the robot suits, because like you really can't fly that long. It was fun at times, like that you can and it was a cool cool change to a shooter that you could 
jump and then fly and, and just use your jetpack to hover and like get up above enemies and shoot from from like a higher perspective which is not normal in most shooters you can't really fly around that much like i know destiny you can hover a little bit with yeah one of the, the, the the warlock but this was like full-on hovering but it wasn't that long like you couldn't fly for that long like iron man was quite short um the period but again i'm sure that you'd better upgrade that it just, it didn't seem like a very good, you know, you want to put your best foot forward in these demos. It just didn't, it, it seemed like it just threw you in and I had no idea what was going on. Okay. The menus are a bit over the top, too many graphical things on the things you're selecting to, it's just very unclear. Um, too much to read and still have no idea what they're talking about. <laughs> um do you th- again? Do you think it gets out a bit quicker than it should be? Is it? Do you think it's like just something that you're like, right, okay, let's just get it out? Uh, it could be like, yeah, it probably could do with a few like six months to a year of development, maybe. Mm. Again, this is all very hot takes. Yeah, no, I get that. Um, because I only played it for a short period, but yeah, it just felt like it. It just seemed odd. You know, <laughs> demos usually. Sometimes demos are better than the, the final game, whereas this, yeah, didn't give me hope for the game, to be honest. <laughs> so in summary, it's a it's an odd 26 gig demo that's probably going to flop. <laughs> yeah, is my gut feeling. Nice. Um, I, I, I kind of hoped it didn't, because it, it, it concept and the art the, of, of the robots seem really cool. Mm-hmm. But yeah, I don't know. Um, it depends, I guess... Yeah, there's supposed to be a story, but again, I just have a hard time when there's a story games. It's supposed to be Bioware story-driven game, but it forces you to play online, from what I can tell. Mm, okay. And they, I always have a hard time with that that those two kind of gameplay styles marrying up together. They just, that just doesn't seem to work. Yeah, no, I get that. It's mm. third person when you're in your robot, though, by the okay, way. Okay, that's, uh, that's good, yeah. First person in the town, from the what I can tell, and then it's third person when you're in the action and i say the shooting was good enough um yeah i guess i was rushing i might give it another go before i ever and yeah i'll, 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 I'll give it a go as well like i said I'll, I'll download it even if it's 26 gig but i'll uh yeah i'll give it a go to see what it's like but i haven't got high hopes and like i said i, I you know i don't i don't want to be one of those guys where you 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 slam a particular you know, like whether it's like an EA or a Ubisoft, because I think it's easy to jump on those bandwagons sometimes. But like I said, EA just, I must admit, they just, I always, you know, second guess everything they do, to be honest. I just think, mm. and, and that's not because of things like like Mass Effect Andromeda, where, you know, because to me, I thought that game was actually not as bad as people made out. But I think I always, they feel like a company that, just churn stuff out for the sake of it it never feels like they do anything out of love you know there's not an actual they're just they're literally just to make money and i know that a lot of a lot of them are like that as well but yeah i don't know it just feels like they're just cloning something like destiny and you know but we'll see we'll see it could be all right let's, let's, let's hope so it's the hard thing with yeah. the industry is that yeah it's we want to see, we want to see it as an art form and something creative but the reality is it's there to make money yeah we're just saying like grump, grumpy yeah. old men <laughs> because we are yeah that's that's it we're allowed we're you know we're allowed at our age and parents and all that we're allowed to moan you know it's the, these these kids and their minecraft and fortnite what are they talking about <laughs> exactly. 
Yeah, I think I think we probably should wrap up, talk about our questions of the week. Yeah, let's go for Unless it. you want me to tell you about the Bloodborne card game. Um, I've got it, actually, and I've never... It's still shrink-wrapped at the moment, so... Um, oh, come on. Let me let me play it first, and we'll we'll, okay. we'll reconvene. Uh, it <laughs> is good. It is very good. Oh, good. That's all right. Well, and what's... I just wanted to t- tell you this. Um, no, inside, you get a little hunter, hunter card. Like, it's like a little, um, you know, those t-shaped things where you got a little base and then you got another card that you stick on and it stands up yeah yeah they cross over each other um and it's just a picture of that you know the classic hunter looking at like standing yeah looking away from the camera and that is di- dictate who's player who's the lead hunter in that round so it goes around the circle mm-hmm. i've got the totaku from you know they made the bloodborne little figure yeah i've got that one the the the, the official playstation one you mean the PlayStation. Yeah, like, it's like three inches tall. Yeah, got that one, yeah. Yeah, the Totaku one, yeah. So I just use that instead, and it's super cool. That is a really good <laughs> idea, actually. I'm going to do that. I have got. I own both those things, so I will do that too. Good idea. There you go. Nice. Marry them together. Helpful tip. Um, yeah, okay. Question <laughs> of the week. Yes. Man, you were a wizard with this stuff. I know. I, I, look, I, I don't want to blow it's my your, trumpet. It's your, but it's your superpower. Yeah, I, that, that's my, one of my superpowers is thinking of popular questions do you know what i just think of whatever's coming on in my head because uh, to be fair when you often ask me it's often like first either late at night or first thing in the morning because of the because of our time zones you know and i'll be honest i could be on the toilet first thing in the morning just sort of waking up you know with the world and i get that <laughs> and i'm like right okay what random question i think of i mean i think i did the if you could be a bloodborne weapon what would you be was that one i did i did a random no bloodborne. it hasn't been one like yeah oh maybe yeah there was a bloodborne one i think i did yeah. where if you could okay. be a bloodborne weapon yeah what would you i don't know something random like that but yeah so i yeah so i asked your friend wants to get into gaming despite having no real background in it what first game do you recommend and why nice and simple the responses are phenomenal i know nice and varied um i'll take the first one yeah and we'll alternate yeah go for it this is from previous guests, uh, Cat the Wolf One, mm-hmm. uh, Fallout New Vegas, or three, I guess, <laughs> on the computer. Turn on God mode, let them go crazy, and fall in love with a with a game without the stress of dying. Yeah, <laughs> that's a good show. Two really good games as well. Um, New Vegas, I'll yeah. probably say is better, like she said, but yeah, you know why what start let's go at the deep end let's just turn on god mode let's you know let's go old school let's play you know that's like quake back in the day where you know, all like half-life and stuff turn it on yeah go for it yep cool uh right who's next uh threnza is that how you pronounce it threnza at threnza um yep uh Terrieria. Is that how you pronounce that one as well? Terraria. Terraria. Um, It's cheap, runs on basically everything, and has a lot of different styles of play and things to do. I'm familiar with the game, but I've never played it. It's a bit... Is it a bit like Minecraft? Yeah, it's like a 2D. You've got... um, It's pixel graphics. Yeah. And you're a lot of digging and crafting and exploring. It's crazy the level of things you can actually do in the game and things you can unlock it's odin loves it so drenza my son will be super stoked that you said that because he loves it i've played a bit with him but i don't i just don't have the patience to grind it out to to grind out the better stuff <laughs> that's my problem 
I can't, it's hard to spend an hour, two hours and then stop playing, realizing that all you've done is dug a hole. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> nice. <laughs> but it's just, it's just the frame of mind my, I'm in and like, I, I, I need to be stimulated by story or something. Yeah. Which is, um, which is what we were talking about earlier, wasn't it? About filler and stuff like hours, that. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> nice. But yeah, no, it's, it is a, it is a fun one and there's, it's good that you can play multiplayer so you can sit down and play with them. Yeah. And introduce it to them. Oh, fair enough. There's a boss called a wall of flesh in that game <laughs> that nice. literally is literally just moves across the screen and it's just this complete wall of flesh and eyeballs. It sounds like, it sounds like a death metal band. <laughs> yeah. Like a lot of the bosses would fit perfectly into that. There's a giant skeleton. I can't remember what he's called, but it probably would fit. <laughs> then we've got, um, cool J at JG Greer. Um, Dark Souls because he has no. I have no friends. Real answer would probably be that the objectively the best best video game of all time, Super Mario World. Nice. Yeah, that's it. Go straight in with Dark Souls. You know, go hard or go home. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> or go skeleton. Uh, and Super Mario World. I've never. I've only never actually played that. <gasps> really? But people seem to love it. Yeah. Oh yeah. Oh man, you got um, and jo- I'll add in the response because John or Dex or whatever ninety nine at Dexterity. It's so funny they changed his name because we <laughs> we called him out on not having ninety nine Dexterity. Well, yeah, um, we, when he like half Dexterity at one point, when he like fifty Dexterity because he couldn't quite get to ninety nine. I think yeah, yeah, because we found out that he's never actually gone to ninety nine. <laughs> you, you really don't need to, <laughs> which is true. <laughs> Um, but I'm sure his handle changed as well. It used to be 99 at 99 dexterity, whereas it's just nine at. No, I think it's just the notes now. that if you look at the link, it still says 99. Yeah, it's all right. It's just Google Docs being weird. <laughs> uh, maybe. Anyway, he 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 agreed was Jeremy. Yeah, well done, John. And to be fair, I think that's actually a good option because it's probably all Nintendo games are quite user friendly. They tend to scale with the ability of the yeah, player. Yeah, true. Yeah, quite well. Um, and it's just quite positive and joyful. Yeah. Good choice. Good choice. Right. Who's next? Uh, Stuart Cullen at Fury AC3 would say something like Saints Row 4 or Marvel's Spider-Man. Nice meaty experiences that have a gentle learning curve to get their feet wet with. I, who am I t- kidding? Doom Remake or Black Ops 4. <laughs> Throw them in and keep my boot on their head till they come out fighting or sink. That went places I was not expecting it to go. Yeah, I think he's released a bit of anger, a bit of uh, frustration has come out in that answer, I think. Play the games. Yeah, play. To be honest, I, I, I'll i jump in now because this was going to be if, be my choice. My choice would have been the Doom remake to the, if I was going to answer this question. I think I'd, it's pure, aliens. pure, unadulterated fun. I think, you know, when I was talking earlier about, you know, gun, uh, games need sort of fun factors and, you know, and, and lack of filler... The Doom remake is just, yeah, just heaven for that for me. I think it's just you know, it's no, no frills. You shoot stuff. It's straight up gameplay. Yeah, it's just yeah. you know, it, it it knows what it is. It's got an amazing soundtrack. You know, you feel badass in it. You kill aliens. The you know, the Doom Marine is one of the most badass characters around. So yeah, Doom remake definitely, wholeheartedly agree with Stuart on that one. <laughs> Right. Um, Alison Baker at Alison by Proxy. 
Until Dawn. It's like watching a cool movie, but also it's a game. Yeah. Uh, yeah, I, I agree with that. Um, I played that please, with my wife, and she's not interested in video games really at all. Funny enough, though, we're talking about Resident Evil. I had that on Resident Evil 4 on the Wii. Mm. And, like, I came home one day, and my wife was playing it with the, with the nunchuck and the oh, nice. remote. And I was like, it's the only game she's actually turned on on her own, like, volition and without me trying to make her play a game. <laughs> <laughs> and it's never happened since, but she got way into shooting the zombies with the, the Wii, mo- Wii, Wii remote. It's, it's funny you should say that, because I've got, like, almost the reverse story of that, because I remember when I played resident evil 4 on the wii as well but i did it the reverse in the sense that i was playing using my wife's wii because i didn't own a wii ever and i was (laughs) but she did and it was when i it's before we started you know it was when i was still dating her but we weren't living together so i think like i was staying over hers which eventually became ours and (laughs) i was there she woke up like she went for a nap and came back and i'm playing on her wii playing resident evil 4 (laughs) with the the nunchuck so yeah i've had a nice little reverse experience of that (laughs) question is did she buy the game or did you buy and take it over there to play (laughs) i cannot confirm but i think it was definitely the the latter (laughs) i bought it and played (laughs) it because i spotted it i spotted that she had one i think in Mm, I think for a fiver I can buy Resident Evil 4 so I bought it and then to, yeah, sneaked it over I don't have that game like, yes you do I don't know why you bought Resident Evil 4 I wouldn't think it was your sort of game <laughs> <laughs> nice well played. well played happy days um, yeah Until Dawn but yes Until until Dawn it's a very good option absolutely good, um, and it, it's funny yeah. my, my same mate the you know the, the Odyssey guy he played Until Dawn in the last few months and we were having a chat at work and and you know i said to him how do you find it he's like oh, yeah i really enjoyed it and it's funny that i think when two people play it the the one thing you talk about is right how many people do you not kill at the end <laughs> like how many people do you get to survive and he's like oh yeah i got about six of them I'm like i'm like oh god i only managed to get like one left or two when i played it but yeah, yeah it is a good one <laughs> Certainly is. Um, and talking of Until Dawn, because it's going to be the next one, uh, Cassandra, virtual space right. communist at Weapon Thane. Uh, I did this and we played Until Dawn. It was perfect. It turned it into a, a party activity. It put pressure on them to learn controls and it gave them a glimpse of how a game could orientate around their decisions. Mm. And, and as I say, they learn controls, but it's quite simple controls. Like a yeah. Server. Definitely, it's a good introduction. It's not like it's um, Dark Souls where you're having to push all the buttons all the time. Yeah, definitely. Um, it's yeah, it's quite it's quite manageable. Mm. Uh, next is Doctor Faust. Doctor Faust is is dead. Mm. Uh, Marvel Spider Man accessible enough for non gamers with enough cross media appeal to have them invested in the narrative yeah i could i could see that for comic lovers yeah um, definitely who aren't gamers mm-hmm. though i'm pretty sure most people who like comics they probably play games oh you point. stereotype evader <laughs> <laughs> you're probably right though. Yeah. but but the the, the the truth is a lot of people are getting into comics and comic stuff in recent years that aren't traditional comic people no that's true um, and so here he, he is he is right um Although that's interesting you brought that up because uh, if you had if Cliff was on, I think you would heavily disagree with the the, <laughs> the level of combat is quite intense in Spider-Man. Um, I don't know. Hmm. I must play it. Yeah, I haven't even got around to playing it at any point. Oh, it's very good. Yeah. I really like it. I will get it. 
Cool. Uh, next is uh, George Alba Albor at J Albor. Uh, snipper clips. One, it's on a new, accessible, non-intimidating platform with a, a slew of cheap games. Two, it's cooperative, increasing odds that they get hooked. Three, it's simple to understand and control. It's hard to understate how hard controlling a first slash third person camera for new folks. Uh, what is Snipperclips? What is it? <laughs> it's, no a, it's a release game for the switch um, oh right and it's it's basically like a puzzle game and you, you can i've only played it two player actually i've just got the demo but you basically you're a 2d little uh, bits of paper i think and you can cut yourself and um to form different shapes <laughs> okay um, interesting it sounds real dark doesn't it it sounds like <laughs> <Yeah>. super dark <laughs> <laughs> it's not a, it's not an emo game at all it's very bright and cheerful the cutting is very positive <laughs> positive cutting yes yes uh but yeah you can like and you can it's basically puzzle solving um using shapes and physics light physics mm. in a 2d flat um world um like one of the first things you do you've got to, you've got the two players you've got to turn yourself cut like make a curve and a shape and to form a heart between the two pieces of paper okay, that you are. Yeah. So it's just very cute. Um, so, yeah, it's a very good choice, actually. And I've actually played it with non-gamers, I, I believe, and I've got into it. Okay. And he's very right. The whole concept of dual analog is we've all evolved with it. For someone who's never played them, it's very, very foreign. Um, and it's quite funny, actually, we're trying to watch them control the two analog mm. sometimes. Okay. Uh, next big papa nito yeah. he's also one of the fallout 76 uh enthusiasts ah um, I, don't you, I, I don't know if you knew that good lad no um uh laborious nito um <laughs> i've i'd start with pong and then get them to play in order every game ever made except I'd... for the surge <laughs> I, for them. I knew you'd mention the surge <laughs> oh man i've never seen someone hate the game i mean think how long the surge has been out and he still hates that game <laughs> uh, yeah i'm not I, i'm right there supporting him i'm the i'm his i'm his cheerleader for that for that endeavor <laughs> i think i got about um, two bosses in and then i got exhausted i think i got exhausted of that game i think more than anything i, just, I could not just could not make myself play it no nah, that's fair enough it's an acquired taste that uh, yeah. Big Papa doesn't agree with. But hey, you know, let, we'll let him off. Um, and we've got... Uh, responding to him is... Joe Becker Joe. <laughs> at Joe Becker Joe. So it's, it's Chewbacca is his um, theme. So that's, <laughs> that's the, the pun. Uh, can we skip ET2? I don't want to dig in garbage piles for a copy. <laughs> <laughs> Ah, uh, good shout! I wonder how many. I wonder how many how many copies are still underground because I, I swear they probably didn't get all of them. There's probably just so many they managed to get. They made. They did dug up some, didn't they? Yeah, it was. Yeah, they because it was so awful. They just dug it underground, buried well, them. Yeah, and then yeah, yeah. and then they just came across them. So yeah, <laughs> yeah, kind of gross. Nice. Um, yeah. Cool. Okay. Uh, who's next? Ah, uh, it's my fellow co-host Cameron. Uh, Lord of the LGBTQIA plus likes at night underscore Twitten. I would probably recommend either Journey or Tacoma. 
Journey showcases how gorgeous a game can be while remaining simple to play, and Tacoma shows how great stories can be in games and, once again, isn't too difficult. That said, I started at uh, at Erin underscore Carville, that's his partner, off with (laughs) Spider-Man. Nice. Uh, Yeah, I'd agree. I mean, I've not played Journey. I have it, because I think it was with PS Plus ages ago. Um, I've played and completed Tacoma. I really enjoyed Tacoma. That's a good. I don't, I, you didn't play that. Oh, oh, yeah, it's, it's worth a go. It's, you can complete it in like hour and a half, two hours. It's not a very big game at all, uh, and it's often I've seen it on sale on on well, I think both both stores. Uh, yeah, it's really good, Tacoma. Um, it's definitely worth a worth a play. And like you said, and like Cameron says, it's it's those sort of games are quite nice because, I mean, they're more of a an you know I suppose it's in that walking simulator sort of category where they end up being more of an experience as opposed to playing game, you know, so they're not too taxing. So yeah, definitely, definitely recommend Tacoma anyway. Yeah. I'd, um, journey. Yeah. It's right up there. It break that game is just amazing. How it brings on the feels (laughs) and it's just, you just feeling like you've achieved something where you, all you've done is really push forward and jump, (laughs) (laughs) but it just, yeah. So I can see that in journey. Yeah. Is a good option. Nice. Uh, back to Joe Joe Becker um, at Joe Joe Becker Joe mm-hmm. uh, with his own response. Mm, if newer games, great. Uh, if newer games, graveyard keeper. Oh, as is he? In, I'm, mm, I'm, yeah, I think I'm, mm, if newer there. games, graveyard keeper. Um, older snares harvest moon. Oh, is Gay Ray Keeper the game? Okay, for newer game. I get it. I was reading that wrong. Yeah, sorry, sorry. <laughs> graveyard Keeper. Oh, I know that game. What's that? It's like um, Stardew Valley, but you're it's a graveyard. Oh, okay. <laughs> right, okay. Yeah. Instead of a farm, it's a graveyard you're managing. Okay. I read sorry, that scene completely that wrong. Yeah. Sorry, Joe Becker. <laughs> um, and then for older games, Snares Harvest Moon. Um BR is say Realm Ra- Realm Royale Royale. As it's, What's that? I, I I don't know. Um, I don't know. I'm trying to work out what that means. BR is say Realm Royale as it's the most forgiving at the moment. Uh, it would also it really, would also really depend, depend on their taste. On their taste. Okay. But also say Final Fantasy. Yeah. Okay. I yeah. I can see that Final Fantasy Seven. Yeah. Yeah, the classic, especially especially the latest version where you can you can can't you basically cheat on it as well? You can sort of give yourself all the extra stuff, and you can do th- like three times speed and all that sort of stuff from memory. Yeah, you can cut out um, um, random, random battles. Yeah, oh, yeah. Mm. Sorry, Joe Becker, I'd completely cabbaged your. <laughs> your <laughs> Sorry, I think we got we got there in the end. <laughs> it's all right. Yeah. Uh, right. Next is Solaire sensei at sensei ucu uh usually people who aren't core gamers are attracted to cinematic qualities telltale games are good ones to start with even though they don't exist anymore um well as in the games do but obviously telltale games don't exist but no that's a good show actually again it's i suppose it's linking to until dawn it's that same sort of thing isn't it where you're sort of you're, you're playing a film aren't you to a degree and yeah, you know, I can well, see I can see it with the Telltale games. I mean, I tried I tried some of them. I didn't really. They were a bit too 
tame, for, I think, for my liking. But when you're such a hardcore gamer, you know. Yeah. <laughs> but no, I think for... Yeah, no demons to slay. Yeah, exactly. But no, I no, I totally agree, though. Jokes aside, I think for if you're trying to get into it, yeah, uh, good shout as well. It's so weird because Telltale was going gangbusters. They were releasing all these IPs. They were mm. getting licenses left, right, and center. They were the pop vinyl of the dig- gaming world. <laughs> <laughs> they, the problem is they... And they just crash and burn. They didn't update the formula. But, but Well, you just hit it on the head. It's That's their problem. They just... they. I think the problem is they, like we've said with some of these other things, they just got a bit slack, didn't they? They thought, let's just keep churning it out. And then obviously they realized that just people were like, nah... This in, you know, yeah, it's okay the first few times. You know, they did some quirky ones, like um, they did like, Tales, of the, Tales from the Borderlands and things like that. But I think they just, they from what, I, again, I've only played a, a few of them, but I think from what people were saying is they just got a bit, like I said, very samey and almost, again, a bit lacklustre. And obviously, unfortunately, it ended, the, <laughs> ended their company, which is a shame. But, yeah. you know, it shows how cutthroat it really is. Icarus flew too close to the, the sun. He did. Telltale Games flew too much to that money. <laughs> yeah. Mm. <laughs> flew too high, too quick. Exactly. Um, but funny enough, though, you can actually play the Minecraft story mode, which I actually quite find quite fun. Okay. Um, what I've played with Odin. Yeah. You can actually play that on Netflix now. R- really? Okay. Yeah. How? <laughs> it's limited... It, it you just can it, oh, right. it, the, you don't kind of any of the combat stuff because in, in the minecraft story mode you can actually fight a little bit it's, it's quite loose mm. um zombies walk at you and you just hit the attack button at the right time yeah um so no, all that's just automatic but like the decisions you can choose oh okay yeah yeah no i get that i thought the world um, had gone so mad like the, since i've been away from this show like <laughs> you can play games on netflix like, yeah <laughs> Yeah, well, it is still gamey. Yeah, no, know, no, no. that's a fair point, yeah. Um, so if, even if, there you go, that's my answer, Minecraft Story Mode on Netflix. Yeah, <laughs> um, fair point. <laughs> um, and who just did that one? Sorry? You did. My turn. Yeah, sure, sir. I'm yeah. just saying who, yeah. it's my turn. Yeah. Uh, Chucky Crow at Chucky Crow. Super Mario World Shin Megami Tensei. Noctu Undertale's some. I think I think there needs to be commas points. in there. It's Super Mario World, Shin Megami Tensei, Nocturne, and or Undertale. There's, there's three games there. <laughs> okay. Otherwise, yeah. that'd be a it's hell of a thought. game title. Combining all those together, yeah. it's a good crossover. Yeah, that's a very that's a very mixed selection of games there. Actually, so I mean, Super Mario World's there. That makes sense. So. Yeah, I, I've never actually played Undertale, but from what I understand, it might be too gamey. Yeah, maybe. Reply on yeah. too much gamer knowledge mm-hmm. to play. Yeah, true. From what I understand of it, but yeah. no, fair enough. Um, Super Mario World, we've already had that several times. So. Mm. Yeah, and I think with Shin Megami, it's a bit of an acquired taste as well. I don't know that particular entry. I mean, that's what the Persona games are based on, aren't they? That's the sort of yeah yeah it's a style um of game again if if, if the person was an anime person yeah then for sure yeah um definitely that'd be right up there early mm. okay cool uh right who's next uh david dunn at david du eight four one five three eight nine three 
bloody loves his numbers. Or the other David DU's taken. Exactly. <laughs> yeah, luckily he's the 8,415,000 version of David DU. Um, and his answer was Dwarf Fortress. Get them in at the deep end. Um, isn't that like quite a hardcore game from memory? It's like a bit pixel graphic type game. I'm actually not familiar with that one. I've heard of it. I think I own it. I think it's like even on PlayStation, you know, on a, it's a PS whatever sort of game. Um, yeah, look, it's pixel graphics. Um, yeah, proper old school, but it's, it was, it's only been out in the last few years. Like I said, it's not, it's deliberately. Oh, this, this is based on. It's like ASCII code sort of thing. I think it's a re- is there a pixel graphics version? Because this is all the like the, the computer symbols. Yeah, ASCII code. Yeah, yeah, so that sort of stuff. Um, um, that that's that's based on uh, the game Mordor. Probably, yeah. Which I is think... all which is all the same thing. Yeah, like a, a capital R is a giant rat or something. Yeah, it's stuff and like that. Yeah. Like, it's yeah. I, mean, I used to play these all the time. I think yeah. This is yeah. I came out two thousand six. Because that old is it? Oh, fair enough. Seemed like it, it seemed only came out in the last few years, but hey. Yeah. Well, the the one I'm talking about is older than this, but the same con- looks like the same concept, yeah. based on the same idea. Yeah, I think it is. Um, yeah, it's so, roguelike. Yeah, well, no, it is a rogue. You die, you die, you yeah. start again at the, the this town. You've got to go into the dungeon mm. and find the Balrog. Is the one I played. Yeah, it's it's that sort of concept. I mean, yeah, again, these are a very quiet taste sort of game <laughs> it's probably in at the deep end if this was the first thing you I, i've been being honest i've not played this game but i think if this was your first you'd you'd probably struggle <laughs> well yeah it's it's all symbols and yeah you gotta learn what your your character's at symbol is the same in this yeah it is yeah yeah <laughs> it's true it's true Hardcore dungeon crawling. Definitely. <laughs> no bells and whistles. <laughs> no graphics. As I say, like the original I played, like it was black and white, and then they got mm. color, and so there you could you could have like an ice giant or something. Yeah, yeah. I know what you're talking about. Yeah. And and it was a blue capital G it was an ice giant. <laughs> <laughs> They're actually really fun to be honest. Yeah, no, they are. You've got little. to look past the, the design of them, that sort of you know, because obviously for some people it may be a bit too hardcore, but no, they can be really fun. Proper old school. Um, EK9I decoy at Gazy 3005. Mm. Uh, Gun maybe. Old school, shooty feel. Looks nice with a good learning curve. That or give them a Game Boy with Zelda. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Uh, see, I'd, I'd be Game Boy with Pokemon. Yeah, well, yeah. That's, yeah, another good shout as well. Or now the Switch with Pokemon Let's Go. Because everyone knows Pokemon now because of Pokemon Go. Yeah, like, it, it's funny you should say that, actually, because my boss, who, you know, he's a guy almost at retirement, he was, um, we were he, uh, slightly on a tangent here, but we were doing my sort of end of year review, and we were looking out the office window, and there's two people in our office car park that looked like they were a bit lost, but they were following a phone. You know, and my and it's funny, because in my head, I'm like, are they following a sat-nav to somewhere, you know, like on, on their phone? And he's like, oh, no, they're probably playing playing pokemon go and i'm like how do you know what pokemon go is <laughs> you know, it just really surprised me i'm like oh okay you, you sound like you know more what, what you're talking about than i do and i'm half your age <laughs> you let me down there yeah yeah I've, I've i didn't realize having children has aged me that much <laughs> in, in such a short amount of time <laughs> oh dear yep. but no yeah definitely pokemon yeah i'd agree with that 
Uh, right, shall we bring it on home with the last one here? Uh, so we got yep. Kyle Durbin at Kyle Durbin nineteen. Uh, something co-op probably to guide them through, or Spider-Man because it's a great game with a character that probably know a bit about. Yep, again that's sort of similar to one of the other responses when using Spider-Man as a you know known face out there. But yeah, definitely co-op as yeah. well. That's a good show actually. That's the I think. Uh, I think I've done that a few times with my wife, actually, with a few games in the past, where um, <laughs> whereas at the moment she's, again, slight tangent here, she's playing uh, Red Dead 2, um, which I don't really like, if I'm being honest. I'm going to be right, I'm going to be really controversial right at the end of this episode. I really don't like it. I think it's quite awful game, actually. It's far too slow and far too needlessly complicated. But hey, that's, I'll save that for another time. And... I we're sort of play, when I say playing at co-op, that basically means she gets stuck and I have to I have to bail her out <laughs> <laughs> and and then grumble about the game and then give the controller back to her. <laughs> it's funny. Yeah. Well, that's the thing. Like I, so my wife's not a gamer, but early on in our marriage, we had a Xbox three sixty. I think it was would have been yeah. Yeah. Um, we someone lent us and we end up playing. Uh, I got her to play, oh, what's the alien shooter game, which is the Xbox version of Killzone? Uh, Gears of War. Gears of Gears War, of yeah. War. Yeah. And she played that. Yep. <laughs> and she's, yeah. But, and again, like going back to the double analog stick, she had a hard time dealing with the shooting to start off with. Yeah, and I said to her, okay, left yeah. analog stick is walking, right analog stick is your tor- torso and where you're looking. And then she's like, oh. Okay, and then she got a clip. <laughs> That's um, a good way of doing it. Just understanding that left is, left is your feet, right is your, your head. Yeah, because it, it, it can be um, quite disorientating watching someone who doesn't get it. Because I, I remember when she first yep. started trying to play games, literally she was, you know, looking into the sky, looking to her feet, looking back to the sky. Like, in really, in it, I was, it was making me ill. <laughs> it was making me seasick from, or motion yep. sick from it all. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. And so, yeah, playing a co-op game, can be very useful and we we did it co-op um get people into it everything's better with a friend as we know yes we do we're all friends here and we all like playing games yep yeah i think that wraps us up yeah probably keep you up late enough yeah no it's fine it's all good it's given me some uh peace from the normality of life it's good to be back talking about games it feels quite weird because i feel like i haven't really spoken about games for a while but it's good to be back you know it's it's, uh, it's been good fun and we you know we, we managed to get there we're just the two of us so yep we've done all right and i'll I'll see you guys in another six months and <laughs> <laughs> i'll still be here yeah probably now no i'm gonna be definitely more regular now i'm gonna be back you know doing dad jokes maybe who knows let's see where nice, this goes nice <laughs> cool i like dad jokes yeah well you'd have definitely appreciate them you know it's just it's a dad thing isn't it? <laughs> yep <laughs> well yep wraps us up um just to want to do a mention hope this comes out what should depends who's editing it um i am with my son odin i'm running a charity stream as you know matt but for mm-hmm. those who are listening um we odin my son's grown his hair long and he's donating it to make wigs for those who are in need uh, and at the same time, we're going to run a stream for the haircut and raise some money for Canteen, which is a chari- chari- charity that helps uh, people suffering, young people ha- suffering from cancer, mm. um, go through the recovery and a treatment. 
and so we thought that was a good cause um yeah definitely to to support um so we'll be playing some video games on the this is hard because time zones it's the 22nd for england and usa it's 22nd of february and it's the 23rd for the new zealand folk my <laughs> my time zone um so yeah check out my tw- um, twitter beta van odin for details for further details but yeah for any support we can get we just want people coming in and chatting with us and having some fun during the, the stream which will run for a couple of hours excellent so um that's my my shout out come support <laughs> us 20 22nd february <laughs> do it or 23rd yeah <laughs> excellent um but yeah Matt, you've already mentioned and plugged your podcast. Anything else you want to share or plot plug? Uh, no, that's where can people like said, find you. Like I said, if you want to find me personally, I'm on Twitter at Ninja Badger Seven. I'm trying to get a bit more back on there because I sort of again taking a bit of a hiatus off that just for, because of time and everything. But yeah, like I said it, earlier in the show, if you're really into Warhammer, especially the sort of lore and background side of things, me and Cameron do a podcast called Realm and Ruin. You can find it on Twitter and. And all your podcasting lovely platforms out there. So uh, yeah, that'll be my plugin. Very good. I can I can um, promise you both hosts are fantastic. Thank you. Yeah, Cameron, appreciate that. We're we're now we're doing we've got a uh, competition coming up on our next. We're recording tomorrow morning, so we've got a, a giveaway to because uh, of uh, uh, we well we're coming to our year anniversary actually it's quite quite oh, very good. quite weird actually yeah we're sort of um so and I'll, I'll do a little quick little plug actually again it's it's one related but we're um for our anniversary episode which is not the one we record tomorrow but it'll be the one in a few weeks time we're doing uh we're playing wrath and glory which is basically the 40k version of Dungeons and dragons so so this um, oh, cool. cameron's going to be the uh the gm i'm going to be the guinea pig player and yeah, you know, we usually, like I said, most of our episodes are us talking about the latest Warhammer news, all the models that are out and things like that. But we, as I said, we're doing a bit of a slightly different one. So we're going to play. Oh, that'd you know, be really cool. So yeah, we're going to play over the internet. We're going to play <laughs> a bit of role playing. So yeah, if you're interested in that, you know, check it out. It'll be out in a few weeks time. Oh, very cool. Mm. I like it. I like the sound of that. Yeah. But that wraps us up for Dark Insight. Mm. Um, I think. Our numberings all screw screw with me, but officially this is episode one oh one. Yeah. <laughs> um and you can find us at you probably know this, but at Dark Inside Pod on Twitter. Yeah. So thanks for listening and thanks for everyone's support and contributions to the answers and questions of the week. Definitely. So we'll see you next time. And there, bye. Bye. I never know how to say bye. How do you sign off? <laughs> That's it. Goodbye, That'll everyone. Be. Thank you for listening. Get out of here.